Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Got a few announcements at the start of the show, just to keep you guys up to date for the next bit of schedule. But, of course, we're going to be talking about Patch 5.1, and we're going to be combining our first impression show and our spoiler cast in a fortunate turn of events, uh, based on what we'll say at the beginning of the show. So, without further ado, let's get started. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pope Rome. Of course, joining me is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka the Hunter Helper Sly, aka you, my boy Blue. How did how did it go yesterday? For anyone who doesn't know, we're doing a Saturday show because Sly was uh, front page and doing some Monster Hunter helping yesterday. We got to get well, front page. Oh, you weren't front page? Okay, I saw Monster page. Hunter. Yeah, it was no, it was hosted by uh, hosted. Yeah. That's right. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? Yeah, it was good. It was good. It went well. I. Help randos, you know, get some. I was kind of hoping to get like more randos who needed like AT stuff and like behemoth. Nah, you had to help all I, the lobies, man. <laughs> yeah, the hyper lobies. Right. Ubi. <laughs> all right, and it's 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 a spoiler show, so it has to have Atlas. We don't have a choice. Hi, he's here. I guess. Hi guys. Hey, yeah. what's up? What's yeah, up, it's man? in it's in the contract. Yeah, it's in the contract. Like five years ago. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Good. Yeah. It fucking better be this time. <laughs> last time I was last time I said, hey, you want these? Like, no. No, man. I'd I'd never said that. <laughs> All right, checks in the mail then. <laughs> there you go. When now you can't complain That's when it's nice. doing the checks in the mail. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's good to have mm-hmm. both of you. Um before we go yeah. any further though, since we always get this question, since apparently nobody makes it to the end of State of the Realm, understandably. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, so the next two weeks we won't have a show. We're gonna just say it now. Uh, Sly, why is that? Sly will be traveling, so you know, not if you're traveling, just let him have his time. You know, don't try and force a show out when you're in unfamiliar territory. And the following week after that's Ultimate. There's no way I can squeeze a show in the week of Ultimate. So that's that's just how it's gonna be. And then we'll do an ult a show about Ultimate the following week. He likes it. Cersei's <laughs> into it. Cersei yeah. heard ultimate and she's like, not again. No, no. Living Cersei liquid. Spent no, like no. Months. She spent like six months doing uwu and she doesn't she doesn't have thumbs and she's only got like these little claws. So it's she doesn't like, have thumbs. Yeah, that's a yeah. Yeah, that could be a problem. Just she has to stand on top of the mouse and we have to have like one of those special. Uh, she uses like a G six hundred. And, and just like mashes the side buttons with her beak. It was it was painful to watch. Well, you know it what? Very traumatized. Well, you know what? It would probably be a lot easier if they use a Steel Series Rival 500 because they are the sponsors for the show as well. So don't forget, there's yeah. a oh, giveaway. Sorry. That's probably that's probably what she was using. Okay, honestly. yeah, it's ergonomic. Yeah. So I'm sure that yeah. uh, it would be better bed, for them. Bed, bed ergonomic. <laughs> So Steel Series is a sponsor for our show. Ten <laughs> percent discount code in the chat. Ten percent discount code in the description of the YouTube video, and we have monthly giveaways. So be sure to enter those as well because it's free stuff. Why not? Nice they, segue. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. It's a good thing you named a different brand other than the one that sponsors the show. <laughs> so I could say, well, they should have been using a Steel Series. There you go. And uh, also one other thing. Um, thank you to our patrons. We'll be doing our formal thank yous, you know, our, our shout outs to our patrons. Darkness, everything at the end of the show because we've probably got a long one in uh, in store. Maybe not. We'll see. So, gentlemen, five point one's been out for a few days. At this, I know you've been mostly mm-hmm. busy, so I'm going to start with Sly. How 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 have you been enjoying it? You've you've enjoyed your your Yoras. You just finished Near Automata a few days before, like a week before. 
I have to say this is probably the most solid point one patch I've ever played. It's I know it sounds a little it sounds a little that's that's tough too. Oh, you weren't around for two point one. That's right. Two point one was really solid when it came out. That's yeah. But in comparison to you know Heaven's Ward, Shadowbringer. I mean, God damn it! I keep saying Shadowbringers. Um, Stormblood. Stormblood. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, four point one was pretty solid too. Admittedly, like you know, we had Shinryu. I, I, we had, we had. I think this was. I do agree with you in a way, specifically compared to Storm. But I still think two point one is the peak of point one patches we've ever had. But that's only because mm. I'm a. A we haven't gotten everything in the point one patch yet, technically. And B two point one was loaded. That was treasure hunts, three ex primals, Ultima hard mode, new story patch. Which I guess to be fair. You know, Good King Mago Mog wasn't exactly a highlight, so maybe... Glamour. Right. Glamour. And D I think Decentesis might have been that patch, too. It was either 2.1 or 2.3. I mean, it's not fair to compare it to 2.1 because there was just, like, so much to do. Like, so and much that's quality the game. Life shit missing from 2.0. Yeah. That's right. Fair. And that's when the game was revitalized, basically. Um, I feel like 3.1 definitely gets a bad rap because of the time. Gee, um, I wonder why 3.1... I wonder why 3.1 gets a bad rap. Want to elaborate on that? Please. Because of the time between 3.0 and 3.1 and everybody was bitching and then we get it and like people were still bitching. Only the least popular Relic Step other than books... Diadem and Lords of Verminion. Thornton was there, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, a pretty Thornton. pretty boring MSQ chapter. Yeah, it wasn't great. Mm. Hmm. But overall, so you really like 5.1 Sly so far? I did. I did. And we still don't have everything, and that's the thing. It's been a pretty solid patch, and we don't have everything yet, so... Yeah. We'll, we'll touch upon we'll touch upon anticipations for the follow-ups for the point one and point uh, 0.11 and point one five stuff in a bit. Mm -hmm. um, Ethan, so you just got started getting into like two days ago, I think two nights ago. Yeah, yeah. So I've done MSQ and I've done um, Yoha, and I think probably the strongest point one MSQ patch. Normally they're a little bit underwhelming, like after the big climax of point oh's, it's just a little bit of. Um, uh, you know, busy work. Um, but mm -hmm. the MSQ was really, really good. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the 24 man was really fun. It was a really fun instance. Um, more questions than answers in regards to like story and lore and stuff. But um, no, it was a good start. It was a really strong start. And everything I, else looks awesome. I agree too. I've, uh, I'm ranked five with the Pixies. I've done every block out of that. I actually am really enjoying it, even if I think I know where it's going. I think most people have an idea of, of where it's going, more so than the, the previous Beast Tribe quests. Mm. Um, Lee Meg is wonderful to go to in between uh, expansions of it and all the furnishings that we can get, the, the macaroon cushions and whatnot. I didn't even care about housing. But I was like, I, wanna, I know people are going to... People are literally looking at Lee Meg and being like... So Ilmeg housing went, and I was like, you stop asking for housing for every zone that no. comes out. Absolutely freaking not. No. Uh, -na 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 -na, -na -na -na. 
<laughs> the, the, the Titania remix going on in there the whole time. Uh, it's maybe, a really good arrangement. It is. I, it's much more tolerable. <laughs> over, tolerable. Over That's a long period. Well, I actually didn't hate the Titania theme. I hated that I didn't hate it. Cause like you hated you, you hated yourself for liking it. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, you know, I was like, you know, this is really a theme that on, you know, for six hours of grinding a primal, I should really hate it. That's it's true. After six hours, you should be sick and tired of this crap old castle. But you're not. But for some reason, you're still saying, and you're still saying, fa la 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 la. Yeah, yeah, la 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 la. Yeah, I don't know how I still don't. I don't actually hate the Titania theme, but I don't. Mm. And so that's where that is. Uh, 5.1 story, definitely a lot more questions than answers, but it, it wasn't without, it, it wasn't dull at all. I really enjoyed the new character that we'll talk about, the new Mo that we were introduced mm-hmm. to, um, and some of the other things that were going on. I felt, felt a lot more like a step forward than the previous ones. 3.1 was closure on like Raubon and, uh, Nanamo, uh, 4.1 was closure <laughs> on Raubon and Nanamo, and that prior to this story-wise was my favorite mm-hmm. point one. Um, mm-hmm. and this was a mm-hmm. clear step up. And Yorha, I, listen... They went crazy. This whole collections thing, I'm so down for. Yes. I'm very, yeah. I knew you would be. <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew I knew you would be. It's not, it's not exactly what I wanted, but it's a good compromise. Yeah. It's fun to have the Nier Automata mm-hmm. UI in the game mixed in with mm-hmm. re-explore. Like, I would have loved to have gone back to, to the, you know, to some of the other 24 mans and walked around afterwards and, like, found things. Some, that... some of the other 24. How about, like, every instance? How about just every dungeon? No, I think with the Crystal Tower, I'm I'm less, or, like, World of Darkness, perhaps, but not the, for some reason, I don't really feel that urge for Labyrinth of the Ancients or Circus Tower mm-hmm. as much as I do, like... Uh, Weeping City is a big one mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. or Dunscathe even, you know, mm-hmm. but not Circus Tower and Loda. At this, you want to go to every dungeon. I mean, it would make Lord Tours a hell of a lot easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, it makes Lord Tours like a little bit less speculative, um, mm-hmm. and and it like draws your attention to the sort of important or salient things. At the same time, it would run the risk of you kind of being a little bit lazy exploring zones and thinking like. Well, you know, if I'm not led there by a collection, then it's not important. I'm not salient. Um, right. It's just, it's just having like any more flavor text that adds to the world or adds to the lore in any way is just really nice. Mm-hmm. Like what, what I've always wanted is something like, like books in Elder Scrolls that we can collect, like where we collect equestrian rolls and uh, triple triad cards and stuff like that. With you know, like five hundred to a couple of thousands of words on anything we can collect them we can put them in our house on a bookshelf or whatever but um having like basically dungeon sightseeing logs is a nice a nice second i like it yeah Mm, i'm into it i'm very down so i think Mm. we're gonna start with the biggest elephant in the room being the actual 5.1 main scenario now as a reminder we've already kind of dived into it i did say it was spoilers at the start of the show yeah. but i'll do another little reminder if you haven't played through the 5.1 story the pixies yorha or pretty much any of the story related stuff i don't know how much you guys know of kaishir i haven't gotten around to even to, other than the introduction quest i haven't i haven't gotten too much into it yet i haven't touched them. i don't think there's even any place to go with it yet i think you can pretty much only do this week's collectibles i don't think you can access the next rank already mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, spoilers. So you've been warned. Mm. So and f- law bombs. 
Oh yeah, five point one main scenario was was certainly again uh, more questions than answers, and some interesting little tidbits that you you could ponder on. That yeah, there's some metaphysics in here. Yeah. Um, so the overall theme of five point one's main scenario is that we are looking for a solution to get the scions back to their actual bodies on the source, and now their mm-hmm. bodies are starting to destabilize in regards to their etheric properties in the order that they were pulled from their bodies, they're essentially destabilizing. The ones that were pulled first are destabilizing faster than the ones that are destabilizing later. Mm -hmm. So I think we all pretty, I mean, this was the obvious next step for for 5.1. I don't think there were any questions Mm -hmm. that this was going to be the immediate thing that we we tackled. The question was- we needed a time bomb. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. We needed a time bomb. We needed some stakes. We needed a sense of urgency. Stakes. Stakes. Yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. I really needed that. <laughs> I needed that pretty bad. Oh, why is my stream um, not working? It's okay. it's okay. So, so we're 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 pondering solutions. Um, and the first point that everyone comes up with is, as the exarch says, when we teleport like back and forth, we can take our possessions with us. And it's like, hey, mm-hmm. what if you just thought of all the scions as like people that you own? <laughs> Listen, they pondered on, they actually pondered on a few ideas, because that was one of the first things they came up with, and they were mm-hmm. like, it's too ambiguous. I was like, have you seen what I did in Eden? Just ask Reen mm-hmm. and Thancred. This is not a good yeah, idea. Wouldn't, wouldn't trust us for that, <laughs> which is basically the conclusion. So we're like, well, what if we, like, transfer them into objects, and then you could, like, own those objects? Yeah. Basically, we need a spirit bond with the, the sounds. Um... Mm-hmm. And we decided the one way that we know how to contain a soul is in white orosite. But the problem with white orosite is that it can't hold a soul for very long. It can't hold any sort of ether for very long. Um, It's extremely porous. You can kind of think of it like a sponge and think of like someone's soul as as water, right? You can Mm -hmm. hold it for a little bit, but you've got to move like really, really fast. And don't squeeze it. Um, yeah, don't squeeze it. Don't hold it too tight. Um, so our solution then was to go and see uh, old mate. What's his name? Luke, Luke Beck. Is that it? Beck Luke. Beck Luke, Beck, yeah. Beck Luke. Beck Luke. Yes, Beck Luke. Um, I would say Beck a... Luke, even though it's a G. I don't know why. It's just like my Luke. brain wants to yeah, say that. Luke. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he is a Numo. He was part of the the court of Verbit, um, and those who have done the um, the tank roll quests um, may know that he is basically um, incidentally responsible for the, the the plague that fucked up Verbit, um, which basically it turned people into into void sap. He basically created this. Um, go on, Mike. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I don't know if everyone had it, but when I, mm. I had the option to call, acknowledge the plague, and I'm assuming that's because yeah. I did the tank roll. Yeah, yeah, that's only, yeah, that's only people that actually did it. Yeah. Um, so basically what he did is he created some kind of alchemical uh, reagent that basically did like the opposite of Black Rose. It would shift people's ether like so dramatically to astral and let them draw on like shitloads of ambient ether that they basically turned into void sets. 
And that's why in that quest we're fighting Void Scent and there's that court mage that is like manipulating all of that, trying to take over Vobert, whatever. He feels responsible for that and he's basically exiled himself from the world ever since. Um, and he happened to choose uh, an abandoned um, winter palace of some sort of Lakeland, which was the nation of the elves. That's just on the other side of the, the source there. So there was a lake. bit of confusion. The lake. Yeah, the, the lake, the source. Yeah. Not, not the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the lake. Um, naming. So there was a bit of confusion with that dungeon because it kind of looks like vaguely Yulmorin and vaguely Verbertite, particularly because, like, Lubeg was um, a Verbertite himself. But it's, uh, it's Lakeland. It's part of Lakeland. Belongs to the elves. And that's why you see lots of elves in there. Yeah, um, and I gotta say, like the the amount, the way they can write characters into the story has so vastly improved. And if it wasn't already mm. evident through, you know, Emmett Selk and the Scions throughout Shadowbringers, I think uh, Luke, uh, Beck Luke, I said his name backwards that time, uh, is a pretty <laughs> is a pretty solid way of sh- like they're getting a lot better at writing characters into the story when they like when they need to thrust like a new character in because he was mm-hmm. immediately introduced and I th- I was. I couldn't help but just like them immediately. Mm, Some sort of quality to the character where, like... I was trying to remember whether we'd seen him in the the Echo flashbacks for the tank quest. No, I think it's the other one that's in... Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one that's still in Ilmeg. Yeah, the one that's still in Ilmeg. Because that's who, that's who you talk mm. to and you get the Echo flashbacks from. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I can't remember his name. He, you speak to him like three times, and I can't remember his name. Yeah. But yeah, I was a big fan of uh, Look Back. Also, I mean, kind of a point we didn't even touch on. You mentioned the Grand Cosmos. Uh, mm-hmm. Solid addition to the expert roulette, to the dungeons. I'd say we're four for four on max level dungeons at this yeah. point for good ones. It's a really cool dungeon. It's really, really cool. What about you, Sly? Let Ethis do his, yeah. his, his nerd rant. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. But we've let him do it. Now we, we gotta we gotta disperse. I mean, in terms of a character, I do like Beg Luke. But in terms of like writing, as you said, um, I think they have a way of writing in characters. Like they, they'll write in characters, and we'll get a lot of exposition out of the ones we need. Whereas some are kind of throwaway, and we we've experienced that in story patches like this too. But yeah, I think Beg Luke is not one of those throwaway characters. And we'll be seeing probably a lot more of them in terms of getting the scions back to the, the source. Um, you think we'll be seeing the, a uh, lot more of him? I th- yeah, oh, I, th- I think he's. I uh, think they're gonna like, die. I think they're gonna moon breeder this motherfucker. But I was about to say, or is it gonna be a moon breeder? I think. I think. Like I think. I think before pets. Shadowbringers is done, they they moon breeder. I think because he's he exiled himself for something. Like he's literally set up with death flags all over as the exile who yeah. blames himself for you know dis- like yeah. destroying the lives. Like he's he's ready yeah. to go. They, they do definitely feel like more of a Moonbreeder or a Hilder or something like that. Like, a character that's very well developed, but then just sort of, like, abandoned after a couple of patches. But, I... I mean, yeah, like, we'll, we'll abandon him, like, once once the, the whole, um, you know, 
transporting the scions thing is done. Once we abandon Rain, <laughs> we'll leave him behind with Rain. Yeah, yeah. Like Rain will oh, Thancred, I have first. a feeling Thancred's, Thancred's got some some bad some bad stuff coming his way soon. I have a feeling his decision making after Thancred has constantly got bad stuff coming. Yeah, his way. but like he's 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 gonna want to stay, but his body he can't. That's what I was gonna Destabilization. Well, we don't we don't know that he can't. Yeah, I guess that's true. We're I'm so, just so I'm, I'm we know. guessing. This 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 destabilization is basically like mm -hmm. their body and their soul, like the thread that joins them, is basically like fraying and deteriorating. And we mm -hmm. don't know what happens, but like presumably it'll mean either they die or they're unable to return. Right, and I'm saying I'm thinking it's unable to return because right now they're not seeing any or seeing or feeling any effects on the first. Whereas like no. Crowl and everybody can that Crowl and everybody can see it on the source, like at their actual bodies. Yeah, but they don't have their bodies on the first, so there's no right. there's no reason they would experience any effects. Because hmm. so yeah, either that either that, that thread will just snap and they'll die mm -hmm. like on the spot, or you know, they won't really experience mm -hmm. anything. Hmm. I'm uh I, I'm I'm in the boat that it's it's probably not gonna go well if they don't come back. <laughs> hmm. I I have a feeling, and I I can't help but feel that they're gonna want to bring Scions into whatever they do for six point oh. Mm. I don't think but we're do gonna we, just leave them. But do we feel like they're like we will figure out a way for people other than the Scions to travel to and fro from the source? I think the etheric properties of the Scions, at, at, at least you need to have etheric properties that's like at least somewhat resembling of the Scions to some degree. Because they're like... Well, except I guess Thancred's like kind of uh, <laughs> an exception. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have the Echo, if you have mm -hmm. the Echo, you can just abandon your body and attune yourself to a crystal ladder, crystal of darkness. Right. And just go wherever the okay. fuck you want. So Come on with us, Kryle. Get over here, Kryle. Yeah, I mean, what what I guess they could do is round up all of the Yulmoran, um, uh, uh free people, you know, all the people that should be in jail, and just sacrifice yeah. them all to um, give the sounds the resonant. And then they can travel back and forth as much as they want. And we kill all of the assholes in Yulmor, Two birds stoned at once. Solved. There you go. Oh, I you love have killing two stones with you can, one bird. You can have that one for free. Uh, wow. Orianger. Like That's yours. You can like have a, Like a proper Asian. Yeah. Two birds stoned at once. There you go. Uh, oh. <laughs> you just... Oh. You're like me with... Um, you're like me when, when <laughs> everyone came back in what? Heaven's Word when I was like, just kill someone! <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're well, like right it, now. Is this, At the is end this of 5.0, everyone's like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Like, I don't know how we go back. And I'm just waiting for Rianger to turn around and be like, no, we already established. All, all we have to do is kill the Exarch. Yeah. I like how he keeps <laughs> saying that if he's willing to do it, then I'm okay with it. I'm like, I am. <laughs> I'm just over here like, just do it. So By the way, is this, another, is this another Urianjay prank? Is this like his biggest prank? Is this the long con that he's playing? Bro, he's got at least what, three to kill jokes all going the on. <laughs> to kill all the Umorans to yes. turn himself in to turn himself resonant. That's right. the ultimate prank. 
<laughs> that he's probably know of one prank he's got going on right now. He's got to have at least two or three more up his sleeve. He's yeah, been with the Pixies the way too long to not. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, once we go through the Grand Cosmos, uh, by the way, don't if you're doing it with trusts, don't burn everything with your AOE and then kill them like I did. Because that's how that's what I did the trust. I burned all the furniture except for like two pieces. Oh. And so only myself and one of the and like two of the trusts oh, could do it. No. And Ishtola's like, no, <laughs> dead. So watch out. Uh, mm. And then we so we so we we get look back and Alice as predictable as ever. <laughs> oh, I love Alice. Yeah, me too. But I was I literally can't help but think every single thing she does is gonna be about Gabu. <laughs> And I'm and I've yet to be wrong. So among mm. everything that's going on, we're gonna skip ahead a little bit because this is something Jump. that I I, I I predicted before. I was like, nothing good happens around Halric. <laughs> nothing good, but something good kind of happened. Um, there's a yeah. lot of implications around the events, and I can tell Ethis is very excited about what happened over at the Inn at Journey's End because it is. Oh yeah. It is, it is actually a bigger deal than, I guess, we're even led to believe in the main scenario itself. So would you like to it give everyone a, a, quick, a quick overview of what happens over at the end at Journey's End? Oh, my goodness. Um, so basically, Becklug, like we say, this, this um, project that kind of ruined everything in Vobert was kind of like a reverse Black Rose. It was about stimulating people's ether, making it shift more towards Astral. And he's like, hey, we can use this to like temporarily sort of like reverse the effects, these umbralization effects, like little by little by little. Um, and that only works for like the ether of their body. And then he's worried about the ether of their soul. And... Um, Drags a porksy into it. <laughs> we'll talk about the porksy. <laughs> Are we gonna talk about the porksy? I mean, it's it's that looks like that looks like every kid's like first gingerbread cookie. All right, I love it. <laughs> I was like, I, somebody has to have a Twitch or Discord emote of it. Like, it has to exist already. There's no way it doesn't. Mm hmm. A porksy oh, not not a porksy. No, the clay one. The clay porksy that Alice makes. Hundred yeah. yeah, percent. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was pork ba champ. Basically, uh, porks champ. <laughs> there you go. Uh, ba basically, the idea is that a familiar can like act as an entity to make it easier to like change the polarization of ether in some way. Um, and, um, I got really mad at Alizé here because Beckaluga is like starting to explain it to us. And then Alizé's like, we don't, we don't care about the law. We don't want to hear about it. Just tell us what we need to do. And I'm like, <laughs> Alizé, I love you, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. She said something that's, that's like, that reminds me of the scenes in Ivalice where what's her face mm. is explaining everything and they're like. Ten words or less. Yeah, Sid's like, explain it like I'm five. I'm like, shut up, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all that goes on 
throughout the the in at journey's end and we we essentially end up with uh a potion or a salve of some kind that mm -hmm. uh or well, we, we end up making the clay and we get all the components together to turn the porksy into angelo which i'm sorry mm -hmm. you're not a dog in this game continuing final fantasy 8 reference you're a porksy but at least you didn't look like the clay figure by the time you came out full and completed it's a bit of a downgrade for angelo lie. <laughs> no dog cannons pig cannons though I got it. And I guess kind of cool that we know that Alizé and Alphino had a dog at some point. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. like role players, I suppose. Yeah, and Alphino, uh, Alphino laughing at Alizé's clay creation is... I just want him laughing really at... Good. Yeah. <laughs> the Warrior of Light's like... I don't want anything to do Ooh. with this. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> she's, going to, well. she's going to kill you. <laughs> It's just as well that we weren't asked to do it because um looking how our like primal memories turned out, that poxy would have been It would have looked uh, like the clay figure. It, I think it would have looked much, much worse. <laughs> it would have came it out like killed, what's his name from Goonies. It would have killed everyone in Armorang. Honestly. I, yeah, you know how many times I looked I looked at that and I said, Hey you guys. Like I was like, that's this is this is exactly <laughs> the whole thing that comes to mind when I look at this this clay, yeah, chunk, uh, yeah, chunk, chunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, um, but the big thing that is so obviously in in the short term we take the porky and we use it to again heal the ether of the body or at least begin to mend the ether of the body for uh of the, of the mind of the mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tonic will do the body just fine. Yeah, it's the mind that we're worried about. Yeah, so for for Halric, he finally starts speaking. Is the big mm -hmm. thing that comes out of that, and I'll say, of course, wants to replicate it on Gabu back in the source because everything she does always comes back to Gabu ever since like three point four. No, this is really really interesting because the implication, if it works, the impl implication is that tempering is uh, an umbralization of yes. the mind. Basically, it's it's changing the polarity of the mind so that it's still so that it can basically be puppeteered by someone else. And that's a really, 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 really big deal. That was like law bomb number one, um, because um, we've always known that like involved in tempering is basically an over aspecting to like the the element that the primals associated with. So the biggest example is Leviathan, right? When he tempers people, they start to look all like fishy and stuff because they got like way, 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 way too much water ether. Um, and the idea is that, okay, if we can kind of like center that polarization or that um, imbalance, then maybe we can reverse the tempering. And that's huge because back in Eorzea, it's still the modus operandi of the Eorzean Alliance to put to death anyone that has been tempered at any time by any primal and that's like mm. you know hundreds and hundreds of people probably um, more so that's... yeah it's probably like over the course of the last you know five years it's probably been thousands um so that's cool that's really really cool um implication number two is that we reach the conclusion of um basically solving the problem with white aurasite how do you stop 
water from pouring out of a sponge. You freeze it? Anyone? Yeah, freeze it. Exactly. So I paid so attention to science. Because <laughs> I've never, I've, I've never frozen a sponge in my, in my life. Well, basically, it's it's an apt metaphor because the idea is that if we um, umbrellaize the anima of whoever's soul is going into the white orosites, then it's not gonna it's not gonna move. The ether is gonna be still and it's gonna remain contained, and then we can just sort of like reverse that when we get them to their destination. The only problem that's left is that um, Beck, Beck Lug, Lug Beck, Beck Lug, yeah, that's it. Luber. <laughs> we can't do this. In, introduces for the first time, because we've known that there's a distinction between like the ether of the body and the ether of the soul, is introduced for the first time that there's a distinction between the ether of the soul and the ether of the mind. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we've gone from Cartesian dualism to Cartesian, uh, neo-Cartesian, I, I don't even know, tri- trialism, what would you call it? Um, that would require me to have any sort of knowledge of these things. For, for metaphysics, it's a really big deal. For, for like the metaphysics of 14, we've always thought there's been two substances. There's physical and there's non-physical. And now within non-physical, we've got mind and soul being like two different components and we have to work out some way to like transport both of them together. And that is just like, at least for me. (laughs) That's just, (laughs) yeah, it's like that. That's what my brain's doing. Um, Plato already had a tripartite soul. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that we're going from, like, Cartesian to Platonic. Okay. All right, that's a discussion for another day. Um, <laughs> long, long story short, it's, it's a big deal. Take my word for it. It's a big deal for me. It's a big deal for Uriange. Um, You guys don't need to worry about it because we're going to, all right? Cool. Dude, I always worry about everything early on Jay does. Everyone's like, dude, the more the more early on time early on Jay goes by, the more he does Asian shit. I think his time around Elidibus and the Warriors of Darkness may have changed his perception on a lot of things. He did get access to a lot of knowledge in that time. He did. And also just like in Novran, like Orion Jay is now at the point where he knows way more than like the Baldesians ever knew, he knows way more than Louis Soir ever knew, more than Matoya. He's he's like on the next level in terms of um uh being a massive frothing nerd. <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess that's one. And he's still got time to get fucking shredded. Well he just doesn't eat. <laughs> he keeps, he just reads. He's like, Man, I'm hungry, let me read. <laughs> He eats. Don't forget the pixies feed him. Yeah, yeah. but he doesn't need to. <laughs> he, he he just like feeds off ambient ether and just channels it straight into his guns. <laughs> he just draws like little ley lines on his biceps, and all the ambient ether is just like, and and yeah, that's how he that's He's how he thought does about it. this a lot. 
Luckily for you, put a lot of thought in this. Luckily yeah. for you, there there is an a fellowship dedicated to Orion J's abs and on Ether. Fucking right, there is. Hell yeah. <laughs> we'll get to talking about fellowships as a feature later. Um. Okay. So even so so obviously there's those implications. Now some people obviously not reading too much into the ether of the mind and the soul look at that almost as a counter to the black rose but it's not do you think no. this gives us any better idea of how black rose effect now that now that we have these separate components of body mind and soul mm-hmm. do we have a better understanding at least or at least an implication of how black rose actually works on a more metaphysical level well black rose only needs to polarize the body right because if the body is completely polarized to umbral then basically your blood stops flowing your organs stop working you can't breathe and you die you don't need to fuck around with the mind and the soul whereas if you umbralize the mind and the soul but the body is not umbralized the body can you, keep functioning you get something more like halrec exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and uh it seems like that's one way to transport people through white orosite is like temporarily do that to them, put them in a crystal and uh, spirit bond with it, put it in your pack. (laughs) Um, It seems really, really risky. It doesn't seem like a great plan. It seems like there's a lot of things that could go wrong. Yeah, but we're the warrior of light darkness. Yeah, but how, how many times have um, we had people getting stuck in the live stream? Listen, just because this Cola keeps fucking trying to do the same. It's her fault. She's mm. like, let me just keep doing it. I know it's going to, I know eventually, I might die, but you know. Eventually that shit's not going to work, though. Like, we're not going to be able to put her back. Eventually. She keeps like, doing it, yeah. Limit. Yeah, there has to be a limit of times you can just go, like, into the live stream and then be pulled out. Or come nah, that's Dude, what we do every time we teleport. Be, I wouldn't even be surprised. She doesn't even use the etherite tension anymore. She's just like, fuck it, let me try again. Yeah. <laughs> She's just practicing. Yeet herself. And see, yeah. see, the next time there's no one there's no one here, like there's no one we know to pull her out. Like we had to use Emmett. Emmett can't do it anymore. Just ask mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be down. He's all about balance and shit, right? I don't even know if a little bit could do it. Yeah. Because the, the thing is like Emmett Selk, as we learned through the short story, Emmett Selk's like ability to kind of work with souls and particularly souls of the dead is like extraordinary even for an ancient. Yeah. We'll get to talking about that specific ability when we get to talk about Hades EX a little bit later. Um, okay, cool. The arcane. Yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, Look Back obviously has made a huge impact in a very, very short period of time. When it comes to our yeah, understanding of, yes, he is. He's and that's again a big reason why I was so receptive to the new character being added. Also, the 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 way that the the new most speak, I kind of didn't even realize it before. I, they're it's one of the beast races I find least annoying to listen to. <laughs> like them and them and the pixies are like the two like least annoying beast races. Well, because to. they actually use like English grammar. Yeah, probably. Mm. <laughs> oh, whoops! Mm. I don't mean to do that. Hold on. Mm. Hold on. I clicked out of the video, and there was somebody. There's an image from my Discord in there, and it's it was it was of ET eating crayons. It was of it was of ET eating crayons. They were Parsons. What the 
When fuck. we get back in there. It's pretty funny. Well, to be fair, that could have been much worse. It could have been much worse. Trust me, I know. <laughs> it was pretty funny, though. Technical difficulties. I know it screwed shit. up. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it didn't screw up that much. <laughs> I just need to do this. Oh, it could have been so much worse. Oh, yeah, it could have. There we go. We're all good. That's good. That's funny. Mm. Yeah, that was... That's... Dude, the number of discords I'm in, you could guess any one of them and probably be right. It's <laughs> the general discussion in that one. Um, so oh, after yeah. the cool stuff, yeah, with Luke back, we move on to the second part of the MSQ, which is um. Wait, 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 wait. Before that, yeah. that wants us to acknowledge the the dog terms when we speak <laughs> when we speak to. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? They just so, so like they're like obedient like dogs when they like they're like yeah. naturally like inclined when they hear like terms of obedience that you would normally use on a domesticated pooch. They like Are they dead dogs? I guess. <laughs> I don't I didn't I didn't even begin to really like cuz cuz the thing is like like the pixies at, at least as far as we know they're dead children. Yes. The fuwa right. uh, no. drowned. Yeah. People. Mm -hmm. Um the Amaro are just sort of like ethereally created chimeras, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um the new Mo, we don't know what their origins are. Are they dead dogs? They're dogs. They We've got that much. <laughs> we know they are dogs. Yeah. And why are we such dicks to them when we meet them? We needed him to we needed we needed look back or back. Yeah. Yeah, but did he meet the Alfredo enjoyed that way too much. He did. He, he really did. <laughs> he was being such a prick. <laughs> yeah, you don't see any dog. I don't think we see dogs anywhere if they're not giant evil creatures that we destroy. I don't recall ever seeing a dog. Yeah, I mean, the closest um, we see is like wargs. Yeah, wargs. Maybe. I mean, wolves. Oh, yeah, we do get a minion. That's true. We do have the dog minions. And then the dogs in the um, Heaven on High. Yes. There you go. Uh, do you mean the uh, the, the auspice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. but they're not on, on Novrant. Right. Sure. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Then we get to the second part. Uh, Yulmore trying to unfuck itself. Yeah. Well, we're, we're basically China's probation officer for part two. Yeah. And um, he's uh, <laughs> he's uh, basically broken the um, uh, what 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 do you call it? The clause where you're only allowed in like certain places when you're on probation. Yeah, and he just he just leaves. He's like, ah, I gotta figure this shit. I'm out. Yeah, he's he's like dismantled his ankle monitor and um, crossed state lines. Left left his and, wife. Um, yeah. Just worrying. Yes, uh, yeah. Oh, to be fair, he left her a note. She's just too dumb to read it, which nobody, which is surprises nobody. Not too dumb. She was just too panicked to read it. She, she didn't just, even look. No, she, she's, when, too, she's too dumb. Yeah, dude. She's like, so fucking dumb. Dude, when no. I when I was eight years old, I ran away from home and I left a note and I on my TV. I taped it to the TV. My family found it immediately because they're not dumb. <laughs> there you go. 
What the fuck do y'all have against Dulia Chai? What the fuck is wrong? Oh, I don't know. The fact that she's a criminal that's complicit in the murder of like a bunch of people by throwing them hundreds of meters uh, off a balcony. So it's like 75% of Yulmore. No, exactly. All of Yulmore other than That's exactly my point. So the difference between Julia Chai and Chai Nuz is that Chai Nuz is like, wow, yeah, we really fucked up. Let me try and like work my ass off to to like turn this ship around whereas uh dulia is just like no i'm just gonna like stay here sitting eating cake and i'll support and um, i'll support my husband by bear hugging him to death yeah yeah she's not doing raising at least at least china's is trying you know just want i just want dulia to try like, I think China's is qualified for probation. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, Dulia should be in a jail cell. And he does a pretty good job. with For a man with literally no self-confidence, as we learned throughout even 5.0, when we had to cheer mm-hmm. him on and psych him up repeatedly. Well, also for a man that's never taken responsibility for anything. Yeah. I mean, I guess he had the, he had the Dageless Ironworks that he threw away the responsibility yeah. for. But yeah. Uh, you know, he, uh, Yulmore. <laughs> yeah. And he's actually been doing, like, when we went to Amarang, um, we learned that he's basically been doing what he should have done before he joined Yulmore, which is actually, like, going around to all the mining colonies and being like, oh, yeah, here's how you, uh, operate the, uh, the Talos. Here's how to keep them working. Just real quick, let me give you, like, a five-minute, uh... <laughs> like uh instructions <sighs> yeah if only he'd done that but you know Yulmore. yeah that's it that's the, what other excuse yeah. do you have just you know Yulmore. yeah yeah world's ending i'm gonna go and get drunk even when hmm. we met him in 5.0 he seemed like really awkward he was just like uh, yeah uh, yeah i guess <laughs> yeah great i think i think that it's her fault I think that she's the one that convinced him to give it all away. I think she's the nihilist. And he's just agree. like, all right, dear, fine. We'll go to you and more. End of the world. Okay, what? You're telling me I can't have five minutes to go and tell all the workers how to use the talents? No, we got to go right now. Oh, okay. I mean, I but he still takes saying- he still takes responsibility. Like, he does say why he went to Yulmore, as Chat's pointing mm-hmm. out. He does acknowledge, yeah. like, that obviously, again, he is complicit in that decision. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think he's just got that astonishingly powerful bottom energy. <laughs> and the minute the minute he gets away from his wife, he's getting shit done. It's the thing. The minute he's out of Yulmore, the minute he's he's out of her 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 clutches, her manipulative clutches, um, he's actually like getting shit done and turning this ship around. He's in an abusive relationship. <laughs> he is. He is. I love this. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like the chais either. But the way you don't like them is more entertaining. I realized in five point one, he's just been in this awful abusive relationship, which is honestly like fucked over most of Novrant. Julia Chai is is 
actually Satan. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even inputting anything. I reckon. I reckon. We need to put it. We need to put her in I one can't. of those boxes that Xenos designed. And and I use her agree. to give the scions the resonant. I mean, like she's she's probably like got enough physical ether. Like she's she's large enough to probably like charge up one of them completely with the resonant, and we can just get on with it. I like the gentle sip of water afterwards too. <sighs> just the cat, just the casual <laughs> like, ah, that's refreshing. <laughs> She's ethereally dense. She has dense bodily ether. She's taken on a lot of um, ambient, uh, ambient energy. How many different ways are you going to do Just say this? she's fat. Fuck. Damn. I mean, dense. she's fat, but, that's, but, but that's, that's not the point. Dense. <laughs> the point is that within that fat, she's got enough ether to. Um, I mean, I mean, that's we probably... assumed Bothery was that big because he was ethereal, ethereal. Dude, even Dragon exactly, Ball Z, yeah. even in Dragon Ball Z, when Gogeta, when uh, when uh, the, when tr when Gotenks was formed for the first time, they thought he was fat because it was just like Majin Buu because he was just so full of yeah. power. Yeah, See, exactly. It makes perfect sense, right? That's how fat works in fourteen. <laughs> right. So. Assholes. When I say when I say that she's fat enough to recharge the crystal tower, that's not me like throwing shade. That's just me speaking literally. No, that is a total fucking eclipse of the sun, and you know it. Shut the fuck up. She's the only one eclipsing the sun. <laughs> I honestly, Sly, I don't know how you said that and didn't think it was immediately because I was like, oh, now Sly's in on it too. <laughs> Like, I don't know how that wasn't your... I, you said Thank Eclipse you and I knew that one. You know how many mom jokes were made nope. in, like, high school about, <laughs> like, your mom, your mama's so fat that the solar eclipse came? and so, You know how many times that's happened in, in a childhood in the last, oh like, God. 20 years? All right, someone someone needs to take this off my hands. What 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 did Chinos do in this second chapter here? Uh, he pretty much tried to fix every Yulmoran problem all at once by... Uh, mm -hmm. Recruiting someone with a little bit more politically savvy, the advisor mm -hmm. to Vothri's father. To Vothri. To Ooh. his father, specifically. To his father, right? To his yeah. father, yeah. Yes. Who was only an asshole after Elidibus came and spoke to him. Mm -hmm. Because he was like, these people are ungrateful. I'm trying, man. To be fair, to be fair they were. Mm. <laughs> so... That's like if Hethus what's, gets what's back, we call him ethereal, ethereally dense. Uh, <laughs> yes. Please. Yes. Um, what was this? I'm sorry, Emmett Salk. Sorry, I meant to say Emmett Salk. When Emmett Salk came and visited him. Hmm. What are you? What are we going? I can't. I'm trying to find a screenshot of Rendon. um this the uh, Rendon. Yeah. yeah, that's his name, Rendon. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, so he was the, the political advisor to um, uh, Vothri's father, whose name I don't think we know. I think it just says former mayor or something when in the yeah. cutscene. Or like, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Mayor of Yulmore. Um, and uh, basically he left Yulmore and um, put himself in voluntary exile uh, after... Uh, I guess Vothri's father started taking advice from Emmett Selk instead. Yep. That's, yeah, that's so there it. There you go. 
And he's just like, listen, you had him on the right path before, and let's uh, we want to do that again. He needs to prove it. He needs to mm-hmm. prove that he actually wants Yulmore to to be a you know a, a self functioning society of not just the elite living above the poor kind of thing. And so he goes on a, a very long journey of asking everyone around Yulmore what they want, asking the nearby townships what they want, what their hardships are, and then eventually going so Talos, right? <laughs> That's what he knows. That's what he knows. That's that's literally his one trade and skill that he is familiar with. And so, uh, hold on, I, <clears throat> I just got a message from the king of the internet um, saying that I've been cancelled um, for uh, for fat shaming a fictional character. King of the so, internet. Um, so I gotta, so I gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. King of the um, internet. Yeah, so yeah. so I've been cancelled. So. Um, I just, I gotta, sorry guys. Well, don't fuck my Discord. I've already gotten fucked once. I'm dead now. Did I? No, I mean, like, it's weird. It just looks weird. Because <laughs> it's just <laughs> not you. Alright. Uh, but yeah, he does, a, he does a pretty good job until he almost gets killed twice by his wife. Who doesn't know her own strength <laughs> because she's ethereally dense. I think she was actually trying to kill him. Maybe. Mm. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I was really about to say something, but it would have been like the low hanging fruit. And I mean, no, I thought the do. eclipse thing was a low hanging fruit, but you didn't apparently. Can no, we just go get on, off slide. Can we, can we just get off Delage High's back? <laughs> yeah, she's carrying enough weight as it is already. <laughs> I, you know what? It's weird how in tune my mind is with Ethesis, because literally word for word. <laughs> that's what you were thinking. I'm fat. I'm allowed to do that. And I'm not the one doing it right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was easy. That was that see now that was low hanging fruit slide. Not what you said. <laughs> there you go. Okay. And with that, Yulmore is trying to get back to a normal society. China does his little, you know, I am you've elected me and this is what we're gonna do kind of thing and Everyone's super receptive. They're like, yay! And among the chaos, Kaishir is with us, and he wants to play a larger role, which luckily he has the opportunity to with the new uh, with the new custom delivery quests, where he decides that the strip club is the best place to uh, try and <laughs> improve. He's like, listen, this is an every- listen, you might think this is highbrow, but this is an everyman's business, all right? I, feel like, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like, uh, Kaishir has a little bit of Stockholm syndrome. He, he I feel like he's mm. kind of overcompensating a little bit to c- try and help the same people who damn near killed him. And mm. I feel like a lot of the the um, lower Yulmoran residents are in the same mind too. Like, I not to say that yeah. they not to say that they should, you know. Like be completely fucking ill to these people and just fucking hate their guts. They have every right to, but it's a little. It's a good point. They're... The fact that they don't seems to mm-hmm. like imply that they're still hanging on to like that dream that they've been having. Like the reason they were there is because they wanted to get upstairs and get in with the, right. the high class fuel warrants. And now they're and just the like, they well, I guess gone up there. Fuck it. Yeah, the fact that they haven't gone up there all like Bastille Day, um, sort of implies yeah i hadn't thought of that there is like a, a residual 
the, the, the sort of, I guess, something like Stockholm Syndrome. Right. That's interesting. Well, we're going to be remedying that as long as you're handing your collectibles every week. And he's dressed for the part at the Beehive now. Is that what, what's at stake? So long as you're handing your collectibles every week, the upper class will not be taken to the guillotine by the lower class well because dude they're gonna, they're gonna... you miss one for every day for every day that you miss another uh bourgeoisie gets beheaded listen man they just want they just want that strip club all right they want they, they just they need they need the goodies all right uh it yeah, doesn't right, matter it doesn't matter it. what it doesn't matter what kind of goodies you're looking for the beehive accommodates all right <laughs> Uh, that's it that's all that matters and luckily uh that seems to be off to a decent start <laughs> as far as, as far as i know um but at the end of all of this with the 5.1 main scenario we essentially are kind of right back where we started because now all we know is mm. all of our ideas don't work <laughs> that's all we've come to kind of know by the end mm. of it all and we still know if we kill the exarch we they could just leave they keep getting sad when he suggests it but i'm like i'm not I yeah i mean like, we gotta we got another one. We got a younger, hotter Exarch back on the source. I've seen some people wondering if we need to go wake him up and teach him how to do this shit. Be like, can you bring him the other way? Just we're gonna wake you up two hundred years early. We know you didn't need it, but like, we you gotta fix this shit, man. I don't think that's. I don't think it works like that because you need to. It took him a pretty long time to figure out how to make us work. And he got it wrong, like, six times before we got there. Yeah, well, we still got all these notes. We could do that. We could just wake up Grahat here and be, be like, bro, we need you to merge with the Crystal Tower or some shit. And here, here's, like, 500 pages of notes. Get it done. I don't know that that's going to work. <laughs> I'm not entirely I, optimistic. I don't see why not. Not entirely as optimistic as you are, considering the difference in yeah. in maturity between the Grahatia we left and the Grahatia we've met. Well, maybe maybe we could kill the sources Grahatia. <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> just wake him up and be like, "Hey, we really need your help." He's like, "Oh, finally, yes, the realm is ready." To the Crystal Tower and the Secrets of Alec. How can I help you, Warrior of Light? Yeah, I need you to kill yourself. No, we need to do it. That's not fair. You can't put that all on him. Well, however It's like, prefer, he's just, what are you going to be like? Just stand on the edge of the tower, close your eyes, and I'll push. <laughs> yeah, it's up to him. I, yeah. I think we could give him that much. Okay. All right. That's fine. Why would you wake him up first? <laughs> Polite. You know, a bit of common courtesy. We've learned a lot tonight about Ethis uh, as a person. <laughs> as a person, we've learned a lot about Ethis tonight. He's pretty uh, fucking dark in the head. I look. I just Orianger is my priority. Okay. What does that have to do with anything you just said? Getting getting Orianger home safe. Or Orangier. Getting Orange and Alize home safe is, is the most important thing, okay? Because they're the I, only two that matter. They're the only two that matter to me. I will kill whoever I have to kill to make sure that those two are, are safe, all right? All right. That's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, 
we, we so we're back at square one. We go back to Tataru. You know, we, we get a, a little bit of update from Krial about the bodies and the ten, tending to them. And then mm. uh, best boy Astinian walks in. He's like, hey, Second I'm best. Back. I'm sorry. We don't know where best boy is right now. We only know he, he escaped. That's so... This is the best boy in the room. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. Best boy. Best boy. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, he shows up, and uh, it's pretty obvious where that's going. We're like, all right, this is going to be an echo flashback, because we need to know everything that happens in Garlemald, because we haven't known yet, and now we know. <laughs> so we got to see a little bit of Xenos making very, very light work of Gaius and Astinian, basically laughing at them in the face. <laughs> I mean, they did better than um, uh, than anyone except for us did in Stormblood, to be there. Right. Yeah, that doesn't say much because they still didn't do shit. <laughs> This He's is almost like the, what, level 64 quest where we couldn't do anything to him? It kind of almost felt like that. Like the one back in um, Alamigo, where he storms Alamigo. And I mean, even the shit. first two, even the second one where we think we're doing yeah. something. And he's right. like, no, no. All, I, all I've been is, able to decipher is he he has he's getting he's like he's like a Saiyan. Every time he gets beat, he just keeps coming back mm. like stronger. But he was already he was already mm. buffed up. He already had like his buff aura, and he was using the Aminomura Kumo, right? Mm -hmm. Which which like we had to work really hard to get him to use. So I don't know. I think guys in the studio did pretty good. They had some fucking sweet moves. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. I uh, I couldn't help but know like because his aura didn't look quite the same this time. That was far more. No, it was an Asian aura. That was certainly was, an Asian aura. I think was, I think an Asian being in that body may have woken up certain things that. Yeah, specifically, it was an astral aura. It was a darkness aura. Yeah. And he can teleport now. <laughs> he can literally open portals and travel and get around exactly like an Asian does. This is becoming a problem very quickly. Yeah, what does Kral say? An Asian in all but name. Yeah, that's exactly mm -hmm. what she says. He's an Asian in all but name. Now, when we get to the beginning of the flashback, um, the soldiers outside mention like a like someone else's name in terms of running Garlemald, or. Is there an uprising going on? Another war of succession? What is it? There's another civil war going on. We we see at least okay. two different legions fighting Nerva. against one Thank you. Which were the or two? Nerva. Do you happen to know? I think it was... Uh, the first and... The third, maybe? It was definitely the first was one of them. Does that mean our boy Garland is uh, about to succeed the throne? No. <laughs> Garland's the fourth, I think. Hmm. Damn. Um, yeah, that's true. They did move yeah. things around a little bit with, uh, we learned yeah. with Gabranth and whatnot as yeah. well. It was the first and the third. Uh, I, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking that, um, uh, that Gaius was perhaps going to take like a swing for the throne when Varys was dead, but it seems like he was immediately sort of complicitly assumed to have been the murderer. Like, no one even suspected Xenos. Mm -hmm. so they're like, yeah, well, that pissed me off. He, he just fucking disappeared in front of all. You don't think that shit's yeah. suspicious? Yeah. None of you? I mean, Anya, Anya and Julia was there. Like, they pretty much saw him, but they didn't see him swing the sword. They didn't see the well, events transpire. Gaius, Gaius, and, Gaius, 
And Guy's the city already establishes the body too. Also, yeah, guys in the yeah, city already traitors. Guys yeah. is already wanted. Um, he's been considered a traitor since before 2.0. Um, because immediately before 2.0, the first war of succession began. He was recalled to the capital. He refused. Um, presumably, at some point, they learned that he'd fed intelligence to the Aussie alliance uh, regarding Meteor. Um, basically, he's been considered a, a traitor since before 2.0. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, they're, they're immediately going to assume that it was him, I suppose. But that's, like, an interesting little little twist there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, Genos is a fucking Asian now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. That's all that really matters. But we do get a little section where we get to play as Istinian, and he makes every Dragoon wish their job worked differently. Because he just destroys everything. He's got Star Diver on a six second cooldown. Yep. I was like, all right. Um, and we saw a Proto Ultima. We saw Arc Ultima. Yeah. Yeah. So the Guardians have made their own little Proto Ultima. I don't know how they managed to get the plans. And it's and apparently it's it. it's got a fucking you know all all the way fucked up Garland. Now was that can. Hmm. Was that controlled by a resonant? Because there was a body on top of it. Like, I don't know. We don't know whether it was resonant or not. But basically, um, um, the Galleons don't have the sort of ethereal technical knowledge that the Alligans did. So they're obviously not capable of, like, making a computer sophisticated enough for Ultima Weapon. So basically, they were just using a live brain to control it and they were feeding software into that person um uh basically rather than using primals rather than having like the the ether and like the i guess the the anima like the knowledge the memories whatever the abilities of primals mm -hmm. they were like feeding software programs um through this guy for these different abilities so it's kind of like it's kind of like a blue mage ultima in a way it was really cool. It was really, really cool. Um, I, I think it would have been cooler if we were playing as Gaius fighting it because that would have been like really poignant. I think a lot of people were expecting that kind of right after Astinians and mm -hmm. we never got it. I, I still think that we do get Gaius's side up, like maybe not at that point, but maybe mm -hmm. after, sometime after that point. Somewhere down mm -hmm. the line. Yeah, we'd probably have to. I would have really, but. I would have really, really liked to have seen how Gaius reacted to that, though. And then he had to kill more of his, uh, you know, more of what he would consider still his people, even after everything, mm. which I'm sure weighs heavy on his soul, despite the circumstances. It's like Stinian, you kill him. I don't. I can't. Gaius is such a fucking cool character. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Dulium. <laughs> Now, after that, I want to talk about Dulia more. <laughs> talk about the Can we use Dulia to give Gaius the resonant? Just real quick. Alright. I don't think he'd be... I don't think he'd like that. I feel like that's not in Gaius's character. Um, the means justify the ends. I don't... I don't think... I mean... I don't think he feels that way anymore. Means, I should say. Yeah. I think he does feel that way. He's just, like, a little bit more pragmatic. Well... We go, we go through the breakout. Estinian's like, I'm done helping you, Scions. I'm leaving again. 
Yeah, wasn't that kind of a nod to the Tales from the uh, Tales from the Shadows story? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. What yeah. what is this other business that Estinian has? Dude, there's still two more still two more dragons out there. Still two more. Yeah, yeah, but like I feel like, but I don't feel like he's out there hunting them. I think he just wants. No. I think I think he's his, he's not hunting dragons. That that much we know. He's it's established mm. through is through the dragoon quest and through the short story, his understanding of the connection between, you know the 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 prior connection between dra dragon and man prior to everything that happened with Thord in the first. So. So you think he goes back to uh, see Orn Kai in um, Kugane? Probably. Yes. Orn... Goes back to performing in the bar for. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I think he, he, I feel like he's probably going to play another role with the dragons and something. I feel like yeah. we're, we're approaching the two remaining ones and uh, Tiamat probably. Playing a role in something. You think he's gonna try to like bring them into the war? I think he's gonna try to at least bring them out of seclusion in some degree. Mm. I feel like he wants all of the the remaining dragons. We've kind of slaughtered half of them, and one of them's in a dormant state. Mm -hmm. Their daddy, specifically. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like he still has a personal quest in regards to mending the relationship between man and dragon. Mm -hmm. I just don't think he has a. I don't know what other purpose he has. Like he just he's just kind of wandering around figuring out shit to do at this mm. point. Now that now that Nidhogg's eyes are dead, mm. destroyed. I think he's still gonna keep working for the science. He just doesn't want them to tell him what to do. <laughs> yeah, I think he's still like on standby. He's still on call. I think he, he just he, likes I think it the other possibility is literally just gonna go look for Gaius. He just doesn't want to be told what to do. Yeah, that's possible. Just that's that's what he's probably doing. I want him to to bring forth the other two remaining dragons that we haven't mm. seen. But uh, yeah, and with that, we then drop into two very very odd scenes to oh yeah figure out. Mm. The first one sees the aftermath where the first is slaughtering the third in Garlemald mm. in another civil war, and Xenos just being like boring. A reference here to Lord Nervar, yeah. who is uh, presumably the Legatus of the Third Legion. Yes. Which is interesting. Nervar, is that a reference to previous games? I'd need to... Let me see. Yeah, you could probably find it if you have the spelling. Nervar. I do. Nah, I'm seeing... No, I'm not seeing any. Yeah. So then you'd probably just need something, like a reference to the name... Mm -hmm. Just lore perspective, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean, Ner Nerva is a sort of another classic Roman name. There was a, a, a historian. Well, that's interesting. Um, You'll all need to dive deeper into that, figure out what the hell is going uh, on. There was a, yeah, yeah, yeah anyway. Yeah, a co like a pretty common Roman name. Um and uh, yeah, and an emperor for a short time. But the big thing is, you know, you know, it's like I'm bored. This this is dumb. Whatever, let them mm -hmm. do whatever they're gonna do. It's it's of no matter to me. And then a white robed figure shows up and is like, mm -hmm. I know what you really want. You want a hunt mm -hmm. zodiac. 
because he mm-hmm. wants that power. He wants to, he wants to mend the two together, and then we mend with Eidolon, and bam, another Sundering. Any uh, theories as to who this Jabroni is? <laughs> um. Well, a I th- it's I I actually the thing I don't want to say I'm gonna wait till we talk about the second scene. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first guess is the obvious one, but at the same time, I don't think it's Elidibus. I I don't think it's Elidibus. It can't be Elidibus. Yeah. Like, it literally can't be Elidibus, because Xenos uses his echo vision and does not recognize this guy. Recognizes that he's very powerful. Um, This is someone who is at least partially rejoined, at least more rejoined than most people on the source. Right. I think this is an ancient... I don't know whether it's unsunded or not, but this is an ancient. Who are the ancients that we haven't? The dissident. Mm-hmm. Again, we presume that we are the dissident, but it's possible. Again, Xenos is very interested in like the ethereal signature of this guy. We presume it's because he's crazy powerful, um, but it, he might have the same signature as we do. Um, it might be that again, popular theory that where the the you know most of the pieces of the dissident, maybe this is one of the other pieces. Well, this piece has the opposite of like the last time we had people in dark robes having a hard on for st- for destroying Hydalin. Now I have someone in a light mm-hmm. robe having a hard on for destroying Zodiar. Mm-hmm. So somebody who, if not the dissonant directly, somebody who maybe even remain unsundered after who helped summon Heidelin mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because we know that the only unsundered Asians were the big three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were put under the impression that they were the only things that remained unsundered. Yeah. Like you say, it, 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 there's, there's no reason why they couldn't be um, uh, a Heidelin cult equivalent of them. Yeah, th- without knowing the intent, it's hard to really guess anything. We're kind of just using conjecture and anecdote. But mm-hmm. what else do we have? There's not. There isn't yeah. any way to to nail down a definitive answer. Sly, you look like you're reading something. That's uh, no, not reading. Just thinking. Got the brain moving. Because there were other, I think, other members of the convocation. Mm-hmm. There were. We don't know. Well, it's, yeah. we're presumably, since they were all aligned with Zodiac, and we know there's only three that were unsundered. True. The others were there and sundered, at the very yeah. least. And then there was the, the dissident that was not present for the summoning of Zodiac, who presumably led the Heidelin cult. Yes. Yeah, um, I was thinking. I was thinking somewhere in the long lines of some. I was gonna go like Hamrut or what were the other names from Anadol? Well, they're Asians. Yeah, yeah, they are. True, but and this dude, this dude, if he's an Asian, he's not. He's not a sundered one. He's not a basic bitch. Like mm-hmm. one part out of fourteen Asian. Um, we we should also be careful here that like this guy's mo isn't 
necessary for Xenos to destroy Zodiac. That's not what this is about. This is hunt Zodiac based on the implication from the, the, the end of 5.0 where um, Xenos is like, we're going to like basically gorge on the power of Hydaelyn and Zodiac and then we'll fight again. That seemed to be what he was implying. Is that um, Xenos is going to want to do to Zodiac basically what he did to Shinryu. Yeah. Um, and the presumption that Xenos's will is greater than Zodiac's will is a hell of a stretch. And well, granted, Zodiac the, is not all in himself, but yeah, no. I agree. But but like the most likely conclusion here is that this is a way to release Zodiac um, and to basically find a way to cheat the next. Um, uh, the the remaining rejoinings basically a way to kind of skip those yeah by uh using using xenos as a uh a catalyst a, a, a vessel however you want to put it we still also have the unanswered question of the source of the calamity that caused zodiac to be summoned in the first place we don't have a culprit yes. for that either no mm. so no, we don't we don't know if that was I just mean, the planet, like having a natural reaction. Probably, or... probably the Amritans and creation magic and that. Yeah, just causing a destabilization of the ether mm -hmm. of the planet or something like that. But mm -hmm. we don't know. We're still we're leaving. We're just we're just leaving everything open. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we got one more bomb. Yep, and that uh, our uh, best boy on the first, at the very least. Uh, or a good old, or, well, a, a, a figure that resembles Ardbert, mm -hmm. at the very least, has We got returned. any theories here? What happened? Have we got any theories here? That's the warrior light Elidibus was talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. I, other than that, I have no remote idea. So, the the corpses of all of the warriors of light became, um, became sin eaters. The things yeah. that we were hunting. Yeah. Um, in the job quests. Uh, Arbit's corpse was not disturbed. This is this is a little bit in Arbit's corpse. Most likely, yeah. Yeah. Um, Once again, doing and, another body jump, which Emmett hates. Yeah. And he's either coming to kill us and or trying to push the world back to the, the conditions um of uh you know overwhelming light and all of that yeah i wonder how that i mean it's just weird because we have his soul but again we again this patch already established there are there's ether of the body ether of the mind ether of the soul we have the soul and probably the mind mm -hmm. the body yeah we certainly yeah don't. the body has just been lying around um it should be in a far worse state <laughs> yeah but it's but he's an ass hand yeah, but this is this is a litibus, right? Everyone agrees with that, and especially someone brings up the point that you know, obviously, the litibus brought the warriors of darkness to the source, meaning he knows that their bodies were left back on. And you know what? Even more interestingly, is what happened. What happened to their bodies probably is what happened is what's happening to the scions on the source. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. it's probably Ooh. the exact same process. So, in other words, he has well, the body. <laughs> well, well, there was no, there was no thread between their body. Yeah. And, they gave, and they soul. gave, up, they gave everything up. They, but they cut that. 
Yeah, they yeah. just they skipped the process. They 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 didn't have it happen over time. He just cut it himself. But still, the yeah. ultimate result being what you know probably what happened just expedited. Hmm. But yeah, it would make sense that Elidibus would just have that body lying around, <laughs> considering he's the one who separated their their soul and their mind from their body. And Elidibus fucking loves body hopping. He's all about that. Yeah. The dialogue leaves a little bit to be desired, because while you can, without any dialogue, make that assumption, the dialogue itself was... I, I disagree. I don't think there's anything in the dialogue that, like, contradicts it being a little bit... No, I don't think it contradicts. I just, I don't think it, uh... It doesn't, it doesn't support it any less than it contradicts it, I suppose. It's yeah. just, it just, it's, it honestly just looks like Ardbert, something Ardbert would say if he was, like, fucked up in the head. Mm-hmm. Almost as if he was tempered. <laughs> of some kind yeah I think I think whether or not it's like literally Elidibus's soul and Albert's body we can probably all agree that this is the machinations of Elidibus yes this is being puppeteered by Elidibus in one way or another well like we said Elidibus has to do something to be interesting they were I like that instead of Elidibus getting the time to be made interesting they're like here's another character who you might find more interesting this guy with Xenos and then you go to this one and you're like, well, that's probably a little bit, so let's go talk about that last one again instead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they said, so far, 0 for 1 on making a little bit interesting. <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. 0 for like 6 at this point. His best, his most interesting part was 2.1. That was it. That was when he was most interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Him being in Xenos' body did not make him any more interesting to me. <laughs> no. Oh, well, luckily we now get to wait four months to figure out what the fuck's going on. Because 5.2 is, or the point two patch is always yeah. a big lead into the <laughs> climactic quote finale of the initial expansion story. I literally can't wait four months. I will die. You'll be all right. I, I need it. I need it. I need it. You'll live. I believe. I'll just have to make lots of conjectural content I guess yeah here I got my own little Asian coming in here fucking cat oh god I could believe that oh yeah cats are Asians the cats I can believe that Catsians shut up you're banned <laughs> you're banned you're banned from your own show get out of here get out of here now despite taking an hour and 20 minutes just to talk about that there are some other things that happen in 5.1 <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I have a feeling we. I had a feeling that this was this a was gonna get cut short before we made all of our points, and this probably had to be revisited in the future. But luckily, we'll have a lore show. We'll have a, a game show for that sooner or later. Once you're comfortable after your uh, your move. Mm. There you go. That way you can mm. have plenty yes. of time. Yes. I already have some things, especially with the pixie quests that I'm preparing mentally because I'm like, oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. Alright, good. There's some, there's wait, some good, good. important what? things. What happened? Wait, what? What are you thinking? The dreams, specifically. I'll, I would definitely be drawing questions from the pixie quests. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, right. I'd say the other big highlight was definitely Yorha. Now, yeah. yes, it was. Un, unfor fortunately, there's plenty of references to Near Automata. There's plenty of, yes. again, sort of conjecture and implications that can be assumed, but it doesn't really tell us anything that helps us get anywhere yeah. i suppose i would definitely 
I would definitely like warn people against um, making assumptions about what's going on in the 24 man based on how things work in Neo Automata. Because I've already seen there's a lot of people that are like, oh, well, this thing, that thing, it's this in Nier Automata, it works this way. And, and they kind of like jump into conclusions already. And like, that's really tempting to do at the moment. But like, we literally just have to wait for, you know, six, seven, eight months, however fucking long it's going to be until 5.3. And that's yes. really frustrating. Yes. Uh, the twins are a pleasure. I will say that. I don't know if you two feel the same. The the the, dwar the dwarfs. Yeah, they're fine. I like them. I they, I I like I like their their tongue in cheek, like mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. appreciation slash abusal of the warrior of light. Like, oh, you have to say yes to everyone who needs help, don't you? They did but that then again, the, the people. Quest. Yeah. Yeah, then again, the people at Tamra pretty much said the same thing. And like, and we said, you're pretty much saying the same things these little brats said. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, I hate those guys. They don't pay any attention to them. By the way, since you're here. <laughs> <laughs> it works pretty well. But they, uh, it ends up leading us into, you know, we find 2P, who with mm -hmm. literally no, no chill says, no, we like gotta go in there. Like, we gotta go now. Uh. Right. And so we just follow her. We do a very warrior of light thing. Like, sure, we will do exactly what you say because we have nothing. We don't know what the hell's going on. And because uh, we're bored, yeah, we need constants. Yeah, and the twins agree. We go in. We get to go through the factory. I have not taken the time to read through the collections because I've. It's been a hell of a week for me. So those are still. I have one collection I missed, and when I got teleported back to beginning, the collections don't tell you all that much. Okay. That's fair. No. Yeah. They're, they're mostly just like very prosaic. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Just very like vague prosaic references to Nia. Yeah. I think of the collections as kind of the weapon stories for each individual weapon. Like they're mm -hmm. there. They give you maybe a tiny tidbit of lore, but nothing substantial. It's just a bit of flavor. It it's it's yeah, trying yeah, it's trying to just point to things like it's for near fans more than anything else. It's not for mm -hmm. like really unwrapping Final Fantasy fourteen. It's more for near fans mm -hmm. to be like, oh, is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Again, I haven't read them, so I'm just taking what you're telling me right now. But we do we do get our title, our role title credits from one of the last collections. I think I forget what it said exactly, but. It was something about Val and... Yeah, people are talking about the last one a lot. Yeah. Let's see. The Tattered Flyer. Is that the last one? No, it, it said something about a Val and cruelty. Oh, Weapon Fragment Data 4. Rue not what has come to be, nor lay down your arms while life still rises amidst ruin. The blade demands this Val, this virtue. Yeah. Yeah, like I say, very, very prosaic. Mm-hmm. Very sumptuous again, as you stated. Mm. That's the that's the best we can do. It's it's very mm. Yoko Taro. Well, also also mm. being very first tier Final Fantasy fourteen, in mm. that it wants you to kind of start to formulate your own thoughts, and it probably won't go anything like that by the time all is said and done. Mm -hmm. As for the twenty four man itself, very fun, very enjoyable. Absolutely, yeah, it was a really cool Absolutely. instance. Yeah. Great music, great aesthetic. Fits really well into Final Fantasy XIV. 
much to my own surprise, even for being something that is absolutely as out of place as the characters acknowledge it is. Which, mm -hmm. uh, thank God, they are very openly acknowledging that an android being that lifelike is uh, not a usual thing for anyone on the first. So, mm -hmm. right. uh, which of course leads into a bunch of near automata theories that would go down a whole nother rabbit hole. The most common being that the E ending has resulted in the androids finding the first, since this is most, I believe it's been confirmed this is canon with the near automata mm -hmm. games. I think Yokotaro is really. I think he's made comment on that. I'd have to find a source on that, but it wouldn't surprise me. That's interesting, me. because if that's the true, DNA then we got, yeah. like, a two-way valve here. Oh, sorry, a one-way valve, where, like, it's canon for Nier, but Nier isn't canon for 14. Yeah. It's, so it, it's, it's, it's tough to, basically, for Nier spoilers, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, in the D ending, which eventually leads into you deleting your save with the E ending, um, as Sly has learned... It's basically that there was the the android. What what's the exact term? I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm, Sly, you would know. You played it most recently. They launched it in the space. It's been so long for me. Well, Sly has it on recent memory. I'm looking for a specific word, and I just can't get it right launch. now. The arc, yeah, but that's that's it's the arc is the name of it, but what it carries specifically. Didn't it carry the data? Yeah, it, no, it didn't carry the data. Well, yeah, it it it, it did. <laughs> okay. No, the data is correct. That's that's it. There was another word I was looking for, but I can't. I can't. It's not coming to mind. But regardless, the they launch it in like, space. Like the 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 machine life form consciousness network. Thing. Yeah. So they launch it in space, yeah. and the running theory is that it landed on the first. Whether that go hmm. through dimensions or just through space, which again we had a discussion on a few weeks ago. Last time you were on at this, mm -hmm. where is are does the source and the shard separate from, you know, mm -hmm. is it a separate reality? Is there still normal planets like you know the Dragon Star and everything out there? How does the how does space factor in? Mm -hmm. So and of course the copy of Nine S goes with the machines. Nine goes with them. Yeah. yeah. So again, that's it. All it all kind of follows the D ending, at least from what we can see thus far. Mm -hmm. well, to, be, to be fair, I my Nine S said no. <laughs> that's fine. The one that's here clearly said yes, <laughs> or they man, or they made a new one. Fuck it, who knows? <laughs> who knows? There's a lot that again, all conjecture, yeah. all assumptions. It's it's yeah. We won't and, and know like the copied the copied factory. For those of you who like maybe haven't played near, um, it it doesn't necessarily have to have been in Kalusia for very long. No. Like it could, it could literally have appeared yesterday, because the machines just like replicate it, right, and replicate it in that rundown, aged condition. Hmm. We know it's As been I there understand. for a while. We know it's at least been there for a little while because of the precursor quest, but we don't know how much time is actually time in the first is not something we've even with everything that's changed. We really don't know how it functions still compared right. to the source. But it hasn't it hasn't necessarily been there for you like know the years. hundreds of years yeah. that, that you'd mm -hmm. you'd think. Right. But we don't so know. That's number one. We don't know. It's a it's a whole it's a big old we don't know. It's kind of hard to discuss mm -hmm. it without just looking at near automata and trying to And just making assumptions. And making assumptions, yes. Mm -hmm. The factory yeah. the copied factory versus the copied city, the graveyard yeah. and two Bs, like there's The salt. Mm -hmm. People are making a lot of assumptions on the salt. Yeah. So so in the last mm -hmm. zone, all that all that white stuff um i think it's from near gestalt right where there's like a demon that dies 
and releases this stuff that like fucks people up and corrupts them. I've I know automata. I think that's just from regular. Um, I think that's just from regular chlorination, like the the chlorination disease. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, that was mm-hmm. another thing people, of course, are talking about is we do get a look at 9S's face and uh, not, right. not not red eyes yeah. at the very least. So, yeah, people are yeah, doesn't have red eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So white chlorination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's the again, a lot of stuff that it clearly is there for important reasons, but it's actual yeah. effect on the first and within the bounds of 14's realm is the big question. Is it just because mm. it worked that way mm-hmm. in, in a previous game doesn't mean when it travels yeah. across space and time and everything that when it mixes with the etheric properties of the source yeah. or the first or anything that it would yeah. work the same. I just want people to be really, really careful about treating Nier's canon as canon to 14. Don't do that, please. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. Wait. Wait till the second tier and we have a few more answers. The the, the one thing that, that is certain is that 2B has been trying to solo the instance. Um, <laughs> Dude, she does like 12k DPS according to a Reddit post. 2P does uh, does some fucking work. She's like uh, better than yeah, 90% yeah, yeah. No, of I'm the talk, alliances. I'm talking about 2B though. Oh, you she's mean been trying you, to so- you Yeah, she's been trying to solo it. Yeah, and yeah. she's just like wiped a bunch. <laughs> Maybe it was 24 2Bs and they weren't as good as 2P. Yeah. Right, mechanics. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was just like one party of 2Bs and they wiped in that room. Yeah, That's man. possible. It was first time That's bonus. Possible. They didn't know. It's it's literally the uh, it's literally the beheading story of uh, of what's her face again. <laughs> it's just that mm. it happened to all 2Bs this time. 24 samurais. There were no tanks or healers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty Although dumb. Although 2P does not need a tanker. <laughs> she really doesn't. Did you just say that's pretty dumb? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah, that is pretty dumb. Um, hmm. Yeah, make really good going use on, of, uh, of Third Eye, I guess. I wanted some answers as to who made them, where they came from. Whether there was some association with Omega, with Ronka, with Alec, with I just I I want anything, something, anything. It's not any the time. Answers. It's not the time for nothing. answers, and I don't think it's going to be any of those, to be honest. I don't think I don't even know if we're going to get any at all. Like, <laughs> this is what I, I think we will. This is what I've been saying. Like in the beginning when this first got announced, I think a lot of stuff lore-wise, not hmm. only from the 14th side, but from a little bit from the near side would fall into the cracks because it, it, I really feel like trying to trying to bridge the gap between near lore and 14 lore is a little bit of a stretch, even though they're, they're really taking a crack at it, but there's still some stuff missing. And there's like with any other 24 men we've done, we mm. like we've gotten got a little bit of coherent lore just because it's on our side we it's in the it's in the game it's in the right world that we are in right now right with, when you bring in an unknown factor like near but ivalice was pretty similar mm. ivalice we got we got a pretty good amount of at least it, yeah. the, big, the big thing about about ivalice was that it tied um it tied the existence of current modern uh, of uh, current civilization 
and how it mm. had kind of overwritten past civilization. And we mm-hmm. kind of we yeah. started to at least get a time. The big thing that the entire Evil East series gave us is it gave us a big timeline on the 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 history of the Garleans. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. Was, that was the but, big but, but, thing that unfolded. But, that's what I'm saying. Like the lore of the Evil East games and like the metaphysics of the Evil East games are very, very different. Yeah, to fourteen. Right. right. Koji and Oda built that bridge because that's what they do. They build bridges. Um, I assumed that they were going to do it for Yoha, but now I'm not so sure. Now, now I'm not sure, so sure whether they're going to bother building that bridge at all or whether they're just literally going to leave right. it all open-ended. Right. I think there'll be some bridge, but I think that because the first is... I think there's a big reason why it's on the first, other than it just being where mm. we are for the expansion, is they don't need to bridge it as much on the first. They don't. Mm. The, the, the yeah. entire the entire etheric makeup and history of that place is is so different that it needs to exist there. There needs to be a why and a reason, but they don't need to yeah. do anything. It's literally crazy. an alternate timeline <laughs> and yeah. an alternate reality to to uh, the source. Like that's right. what the shards are. They can do whatever the fuck they want. In other words, and we have yeah, to in some way. So, so the. Big question slash speculation. Mm-hmm. After the copies, after the copied city, in mm-hmm. terms of what we know about near and what's possible, where do you think we're going? Uh, I think it would be cool to go to the carnival. Everyone wants the amusement park. Literally yeah, every single party person tank. wants the amusement park. I, I think going to the forest kingdom could kind of make sense as well. Go see Pascal, or actually interact with Pascal within this uh, storyline. Not, not even. Well, yeah, that'd be cool. Not necessarily even Pascal though, but just like the Forest Kingdom. Okay. Lahi. Mm. <laughs> they get their own Lahi. They can bring. We can bring them over. It's a point as well. Like it doesn't necessarily <clears throat> all have to be in Kalusia. I mean, it, it probably will be. Yeah, I'd imagine like, it's just going to be deeper going down deep, that yeah, hole. Exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. see um, until we actually get sent into another dimension at some point. Yeah. Mm. Which again, mm. I won't be surprised. <laughs> I think the amusement park I agree amusement park would definitely be weak story wise, but just like mm-hmm. aesthetically. That's like the, the story the story can't come first for this. Like it would be really, really cool to see it. Right. The story can't come first? Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how they would swing it. I think the bunker is always a possibility. There's a lot of possibilities, think, and there's some pretty high. There's some bosses yeah. that are in pretty high demand, like Emil and the, right. and the opera singer. There's a pretty having, high demand bosses. Having having the bunker in orbit of Novrant would certainly make sense with what's going on yeah. at the moment. Right. Yeah, we'll see. We shall indeed. <clears throat> but that in unfortunately several months. <laughs> Unfortunately, other than saying we liked it, we enjoyed the music without talking about the individual fights. It was just it was a great mm. experience overall. It's mm. really hard to get more specific than that, I feel. Because yeah. we just want to we just want to know what the fuck is going on more than anything else. Right, right. Mm. Uh, one side note, one side note, I kind of wish the suicide bots would actually scream at you like they do in Near Automata. They're running at you. <laughs> like that, I kind of missed that, and I wanted it here, and I didn't get it. I was kind of mad. Oh, you'll be all right. Like, ah! 
<laughs> no, well, luckily for you, Sly, actually, you didn't know this, Sly, but you they, they do. They, that sound does happen. It's what your party really? members are sounding like when they're frantically <laughs> trying to not fucking die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made that sound because the first time I went there, I got all four bots on me as the healer. And I'm pretty sure I made that sound. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Uh, yeah, tanks, grab those, by the way. Helps. Yeah. Please. Just please. please do it. And, okay, so that's with Yorha. Now we're an hour 40 into the show. Next we have Hades. Mm. Hades Extreme. Something that we don't have to, that we, I would like to say we don't have to talk about it lore-wise, but there is, there's, there's a couple of very important oh, things about that fight. Mm. Uh, we know those people are fucking dead. There's no more mm-hmm. talking about La Habrea and Igiorm like somehow not being dead or like the eye was destroyed. No, he has their fucking souls in his cauldron. They're dead. All right. I'm, yeah. I know it's not canon, but I'm treating it as it is. Yeah. It's your head cannon. It's my head cannon. At the very least, the minstreling wanderer thinks they're fucking dead. I don't know how he even thinks anything about them because he won't admit he's OCP. But he is. They're the same. Yeah. He's just in disguise. Don't believe it. Mm. It was a fun fight. Fun extreme. Uh, pretty interesting to watch people learn it in Progit because it's uh, it's hard to tell where it really stands compared to some of the previous ones because it is very... It's fast-paced and cinematic, but it's it's not... It didn't do anything really new. No. It, I, I, the way I like to describe it is Hades EX is probably one of the best examples of ways fight designers could use like probably every mechanic we've seen throughout the years and mix it up and give us a really fun fast-paced fight that's Mm. the way i can describe it what about you athos you haven't had any time in hades extreme have you gotten to catch anything are you still going blind um no i watched i watched your clear video um because going in blind at this time is stupid would be a really, stupid a and really impossible. Bad idea. Not, and not, impossible. Not impossible, but definitely like irresponsible. No, no whereas like half or ninety percent of PF is like, have you watched the video? Yeah. So yeah, it, it looks it looks awesome. It looks really really fun. Um, and I'm probably gonna start progging it uh, tonight. I think the big takeaway is uh, Shinryu is very slow, calculated, long encounter mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. It, the mechanics just there's there's tons of downtime between mechanics while you're fighting the boss in particular mm-hmm. with hades mm-hmm. he basically machine guns a few mechanics at you takes a b- minute break then machine guns mm-hmm. a couple mechanics at you takes a break that's like how he it seems works. to have way less health though, well it's because it's well. four phases it's, yeah. it's four phases that's why yeah yeah and, and also, it looks like he has less health when you're watching a bunch of 470 BIS players do it. And 450, those are all very tight DPS checks. Well, mm. I'm going to be doing it with 470 <laughs> BIS players. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you won't have any problems like DPS-wise or anything. Um, no, I can't honestly, honestly, I'd say in terms of prog, a lot of people have trouble with the second phase. Yep, they sure do. Bad phase. They sure Bad do. Phase. There's so many ways there's to talk about right? Yeah, there's a lot going on, and I feel that's where a lot of people trip up in terms of prog if they're not like watching videos or anything and they're doing it straight up. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where it throws like like honestly, once you get to third phase and then the subsequent final phase, they're not that bad. Hmm. Again, it's mechanics. Well, it just takes so fucking long to get to them that, like, they can't be right. that bad. <laughs> Otherwise, right. it would just be so unfair. Yeah, and this is a discussion I have a lot of the times when it comes to long encounters. Now, keep in mind, Hades without the trans- the, the intermissions is a much shorter fight. In full I-470 with intermissions, with the mm. actual uptime, I think it came out to just under 12 minutes. Mm. Yeah, and see, the th- thing about that is you're That's pushing... That's so bad. And I t- I'm in full 470. Minutes. I think it was like 11 minutes, tw- like 20-something seconds. It's still pretty fucking mm. long because of all the intermissions mm. and shit. So mm-hmm. in, so I think most phases... I know the first phase is like a 2 minute 45 in Rage. I think each of the mm-hmm. Asians is like 70 or 80 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Nabrialis, who's only like... You have like 40 seconds or some shit to like drop him by enough health. Uh, mm-hmm. And then... The la- I think the third phase is like three minutes, and the fourth phase is like I think just about two minutes or something like that. Yeah. So, so how long is it like at its maximum altogether? I think it it, it, oh, gets, it gets it's like somewhere in the thirteen minute range. Yeah. In regards to if you include all the intermissions, include like just barely beating enrages. And they mm. do enrages, they do most of the enrages here, they do by making the bosses, they become untargetable. So you, mm. if you failed, you, you're dead. Like, if, if if Hades starts casting Dark Dark 4, you're dead. He just goes untargetable. Now, the mm. thing about the first the first enrage, he actually gives you, like, two autos, I think, before he enrages. Yeah, but as soon as, as soon as he starts the cast, he just, he becomes untargetable yeah, you and you're done. You can't do anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's it, pretty forgiving, though. It is. Yeah, it, it actually is. Um, kind of has to be. Asians, the Asians themselves, least like, forgiving. DPS-wise, the most forgiving thing. You could really fuck up. I've had runs where I was um, helping out a friend, and pretty much all the DPS wiped. Like, all the DPS died. So... Sly, you just... Did I just lose my you headset? You just muted yourself. Nah, you just muted yourself. Okay. His microphone just gave out, essentially. No, no, no. It, like, it's Discord being really funny. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, um, all four DPS died. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it happened. This was, like, during kind of... I think it was Grand Cross. It was something about Grand Cross. We died. Healers got us back up, and we still made the check. All the assets okay. are pretty di- pretty forgiving. All the DPS. phases but this isn't are in minimum. Forgiving. This isn't in minimum right. eye level. Again, so no. important to keep in mind. Now, I think okay. the the big thing to take away because it didn't really feel like there was anything that was like a brand new idea here, and there were some things from normal mm-hmm. that don't make an appearance in extreme. Um, mm-hmm. That if you have any prior rating knowledge, you can go into a phase and and have it figured out. Immediately. Like when you get to Asian right. Prime, you literally go, "Oh, this is Grand Cross Omega. Grand Cross, do this." Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. person who has not done, who does not have years of experience, even if they've done like some end game, they aren't going to immediately recognize everything that's happening. Yeah, there's old cha- mechanics. If yeah. they didn't do chaos in 09, if they didn't do Neo X death, if they've mm-hmm. if they didn't right. do Midgard Stormer, if they're not used to Exa mm-hmm. flares or tap, like there's things you can miss at the very least. Mm-hmm. That being said, it certainly is a a. An, a farmable fight in regards to its length. 
Because mm-hmm. if you do have that experience, or once you have it, repeating it is very elementary. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm so it's kind of hard to assess what the difficulty is. Yes, it's yeah, it's it's it it. I mean, that's true of everything. Anytime you have an experience with a type of mechanic, but it's not, it doesn't yeah. have anything that's like Shinryu's ads that need to be healed to max or yeah. Um, mm. Or knowing like the the specific drop positions or like tank buster timings on the ads. Like I'm even just using Shinryu as an example. I even looked, dude. Mm. I looked back at Thornton. I remember people couldn't do triple dive bombs in Thornton. They needed that that spot on the ground to even have any remote idea of how to avoid yeah. that. Like yeah. it's so hard to mm. actually judge difficulty when everyone was so shit. They couldn't, myself included, <laughs> we couldn't fucking do three dive bombs at once uh, in Thor yeah. Extreme. Nobody, like, so yeah. many people could not wing that for the love of God. Mm-hmm. How much that's improved over the years is noticeable, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Or Shinryu, mm-hmm. turn around and see where the ice is. Like, that wasn't a hard mechanic. You know how many groups it wiped ice that's coming from behind you tidal waves that are to your left or your it's like come on man it's like it's so hard to judge these things because simple shit is not always simple shit for everybody right sore sore is another example people still couldn't do dive bombs for shit <laughs> they're like i don't i don't know where he's going he's he, i know he goes straight three times and i don't know where that is people just can't skip it that's not which way is forward which way is back <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I, I already I already have that command ready for ultimate. There you go. Oh no, I changed it to rip. That's right. There you go. Perfect. Hell yeah. That's that's my ultimate that's living liquid. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's that's my I wiped on on ultimate command. Perfect. Oh fuck yeah! Love it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh. I liked it. the only thing I'll say is I like farming Hades, which mm-hmm. is considering the length and considering you get two totems per kill. Mm-hmm. Saying something is great. Yep. I'm glad it's not like a like a Biako that I can't stand doing. Ugh. That's I'm just grateful for that. And dude, if they want to go back and give two totems for Biako, maybe I'll start doing. <laughs> Turn that shit back around. I will say I do have one major annoyance about Hades, though. Okay. The mount is 99 totems, and you get two at a time. So what the fuck do mm-hmm. I do with that one totem? You can, um... Uh... I don't know. Like, People have um, said kill it one more time and buy the shield. That was the only recommendation I got. Just lube it up and shove it right up your butt. Because you played yourself. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> I don't like that recommendation, believe it or not. It's not, well. it's not my first choice. <laughs> delete it, in other words, yeah. I hate the idea of just deleting it. Like I just it I just don't like having so just make it a hundred totems. Fuck it. Don't make it ninety nine, make it a hundred. Just for sake of of evenness. We'll go with that. I think you'll enjoy it. So you're going to be... Are you streaming that tonight, Hades? Uh, yeah, I'll be streaming some Hades prog tonight. Yeah. I think that's probably what I'll be doing. Yeah. 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 I've got minimal Ooh, item of yeah. Alexander in 30 minutes. 40 minutes. Oh, boy. That's been an experience. Hey, shit. 
We did Cruise Chaser in like three pulls, even though half the group hasn't like done Alexander. So it's pretty nice. Damn. Cruise Chaser is pretty. Nice. I looking back, like again, also minimum item level. It is a joke. You need to really take mm. gear off on top, like take accessories off on top of minimum item level to really get like a super good challenge on a lot of the fights. They nerfed really? a lot. They nerfed a lot mm. of them into Oblivion, and some of them just like our potencies for our skills yeah. have just they just don't treat the like. It's oh. insane how many times I have to either stop DPSing or mm. like we're just way ahead of any DPS check that has ever existed. That it's like not even fair. Damn. Not Damn. you. <laughs> Aloha. Get up here. No, don't run. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Brit Justice is still a pain in the ass. Um, so then, so the other things that are left are mostly kind of the smaller things. Uh, obviously, job balance changes are the, one of the biggest topics. We talked about them last week when we had Tate on. Um, it's interesting seeing how FFLogs is unfolding now that it's working and there's like a few thousand parses for every job. Um, Summoner apparently is the beneficiary of way more buffs than was ever intended because that shit is insane. It's like, and you look at the overall, like the overall ratings, it's fucking pooping on everything. It's like actually not like working as intended, I feel. What's up? What kind of numbers are we talking? Uh, more than uh, every other job, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Including black mages. How it's... much more? Like, are we talking like a thousand more? It's pretty fucking significant. <laughs> let me get the overall. Okay, so I'm... Well, yeah, let me pull up the overall and just for 5.1. So... This isn't the right display. How come it's displaying it in... It's, it's not displaying the actual number. It's giving me, like, the percentile. I need the actual... I didn't have to do this the other day. What happened? <laughs> I literally... this It didn't look like this the other day. Now it's giving me, like, maximum percentiles and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ifrit scaling got brought up to match, I think, the other scalings. Yeah, I know. Mm. My hover over is its percentile. And I don't know why it's doing that when it's never done that before. Instead of giving me the actual number. Sort to DPS number. Let's see. No, I have it. I have it set to that. Oh, is it working now? No, right. it, uh, it doesn't like me. Might have to pick a fight. Nope. Here we go. Somebody, somebody sent me an updated link that uh, has right. the proper one. Yeah. So for summoner, we have in there. Uh, I'll give you just the maximums, and I'll pick a. I guess I could pick a specific fight because the maximums for overall ratings, and that might be why I looked at it because I was uh, it was looking at ratings. Is uh fourteen point eight nine seven. That's across all four encounters. Fourteen thousand eight nine seven. That's the maximum, with a an outlier of a fifteen, like a fifteen point two. So that's across all of them. And then Samurai's wow. in second place with fourteen point seven, as its pre outlier maximum. Monk above okay. that at fourteen point five. Dragoon above that uh -huh. with fourteen point four. And then Black Mage with a massive differential between the lowest and the highest. But it's still only been a few days of parse uploads, so how the quality of this is <laughs> Yeah, a couple of thousand might sound it's, like it's a, a lot, but it's not that huge a sample. Right. Yeah, but it's still, I think it, it's at least safe enough to say that Summoner has... Probably busted. Yeah, probably <laughs> busted. <sighs> but within... Within the standards of, well, 
is it within the standards of well, we can kind of forgive this? No, like, it's this much. Of the, okay, <laughs> no. Right. Okay, if we so, didn't, if we didn't have Ultimate coming out in a couple of weeks, then it might be like ah, oh, whatever. You know, it's like six months until mm-hmm. the next raid tier. Who cares? They'll fix it before then. But right now, it's kind of like. Okay, so E1 Savage Summoner's maximum is 13.9. Obviously, that's the merged with the 40-second yeah, yeah. intermission. Mm-hmm. Right below that is Dragoon at 12.9. That's 1,000 yeah, below. Bullshit. Now, keep in mind that Eden Prime's very odd because of the ad phase. And, of course, that's the still, downtime. Yeah. That's still some funky bullshit. So, let me give you something else. Mm-hmm. Voidwalker's 100% uptime. Great, great yeah. encounter, to use as an example. Samurai mm-hmm. has the max there. Before Outliers okay. at 15.965. Summoner's max is 15.847 in second place. Then Monk. Okay. Then Black Mage, then Dragoon. And again, I'm only using the maximums. The medians are probably the safer, the safer. I'm not. Black Mage 100% shouldn't be below. I will say Black Mage actually has a higher maximum than Summoner. Mm-hmm. It has a lower median. Mm-hmm. Is what I, is yeah, but that, that could be explained by... Yes, you know, skill caps. That's the, that's yeah. what makes this only few days of information very touch and go. Because then you have mm. E3 where Monk is has you know the highest median, but Samurai has the highest maximum, mm. and then Summoners below both of them for maximums. But median wise, it's Monk, Summoner, Samurai, Dragoon, mm. and again, Black Mage still not in the conversation. Then my big that's not even my biggest problem with this. It's Machinists. It's my still my biggest problem with all of this. In that yeah, machinist should be way higher. Machinist is just chill. I mean, it's the best, it's the highest RDPS amongst the ranged, which is exactly where it belongs. Mm-hmm, but I'm still mm-hmm. not quite pleased with its position. I will say, it very much surprised me to see both the maximum and medians for dancer being higher than bard. And I know they got their nerfs to their dot potencies, um, but E1 dancer dancer actually makes sense in E1 because the ad phase. It's a bit of cheating, but it's but it's the fact that it's true in E2, both maximums and medians. In E3, it's like I'm breaking down every individual fight. And then in Titan, yeah. Across the board. Dancy boy. So, I know it might be difficult to, but we always kind of do this. Yeah. Like, what would be the solution in terms of, like, balance? Like, where where would you put every job in terms of number, in terms of, like, where they need to be, and everybody is just fucking comfortable with this? I think the range physical still need to always hover towards the bottom, except for machinist. Machinist being below okay. red mage in a lot of cases, I find is unacceptable. That's mm-hmm. that's something I I think is a is wrong. Yeah, that's bullshit. Um, and it's true in the overall standings. Some fights, machinist has higher medians or maximums than, or at least higher medians than than red mage. Um. So I think that I think Bard being at the bottom That's is probably a, is, skill cap as well. I do think I do think Dancer should be at the bottom. I think at any given point Dancer should be doing have uh, it be at the bottom or at least close to it. Very very close to Bard. I actually think Bard and Dancer are close enough, but I'd almost expect mm. more from Bard in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because mm. uh, I think it might it's, again skill skill gap. I think Dancer is easier to play. It's a big reason for these results in the mm. past few days. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's of course a major factor. Ninja people are still figuring out, so we can't really get a solid read on that. I think ultimately the rule is the less utility you have, the more damage you should be doing within your own role. Base number one, yeah. Black Mage should be beating Summoner and Red Mage, Samurai should be beating Monk Dragoon and Ninja, and Machina should be mm-hmm. beating Dancer Bard. That's clearly not how this is panning out. 
at the current moment. So that's mistake number one is Summoner beating out Black Mage. We we had a discussion, I think, last week where I said I think I said like eight hundred more, I think a Black Mage should be doing at any given yeah. balanced state. Yeah. In total terms of total R DPS contribution. Um but I think Samurai is a lot. Sa- Samurai is looking like it's almost it's basically in the right spot. I think I think Samurai, yeah. Samurai is looking correct. Machinist is looking correct, mm. but not quite all the way there yet. I feel. Uh, but melee, yeah, I think melee right now. I'm looking at melee, and I think what was previously one of the worst roles is now probably closest to being one of the best balanced roles. Yeah, melee looks fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it's like it's still tough to judge. It depends on how you really want to personally look at. Things like Curing Waltz and Shield Samba versus Black Mage blowing your dick off. Not blowing your dick, blowing it off, to be clear. So it's it's a matter of where you value each of them. So, uh, yeah. It's, hmm. it's interesting to see where everything's landed. I think, still looking at this, I feel more now that you could play anything and be fine. I will say that. It's just mm. Summoner seems to be over. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Right, and the tanks and have been as even as they are. Anyway? What happened? Isn't that where we wanted to end up anyway? Yeah, and it's kind of the place the game has always been. But there's just certain places mm-hmm. where it'd be nice to have again machinists being a little higher, summoner being brought down a little bit. But everything looks like it's in a place where it's at least reasonable to have them invited. I'm sure someone will post math with like barter dancer just being completely pointless to have because we had that same situation with black mage and with summoners being in their current state mm. and having raid utility in the form of an AOE heal for the Phoenix phase and having uh, the RDPS increase, via, you know, things like that play an important role, but it's, I'm more okay with this. Just machinist push it up a little bit more and summoner bring it down a little bit. And I think you have, uh, a good thing. So we're gonna see summoner in like every patch. Alt, yeah, right, a right. summoner's gonna summoner's not only gonna be in every raid. I think it's gonna be in every balance patch for the rest of this fucking expansion. Mm-hmm. Along with dragoon, <laughs> just because you don't ask, but it happens every time. Why not? Yeah, yeah, and then every yeah, time no, we, I get we, to do we this, didn't ask. we didn't need it, but it's all right. We'll take it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, great. Yeah. Since you're handing them out, I guess. Yep. <laughs> uh, some other things pop up in the patch. Pixie quests were there. Um, I believe I'm the farthest of all of us. And uh, I yeah, think there's only definitely. one thing that needs to really be said about that. Two things. One, uh, Lee Meg is wonderful. I love it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to be asking for housing. Lee Meg housing now. So we're doomed. No. Second, uh, our villain here appears to be the reincarnated previous king of the Pixies. And it's and at my point, while we figure it out from the rank four quest, the rank five quest pretty much has the other characters say the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it reaffirms mm-hmm. that they're going to be diving into Anlad being the previous, the reincarnation of uh, Tyrbeck's friend who became Titania. Tierbeck's personal mm-hmm. friend was the one who became t- the, the last Titania. Is it a reincarnation, though? Because that, They don't know. Yeah. Actually, Ezel II the second questions. The already dead. Yes. That like, is, the Pixies are already dead. Ezel the, Ezel the second actually questions yeah. the same thing. He goes, how could it even be a reincarnation? Because you are dead children, but how did the did, how did the ether from Titania disperse to become another Pixie? Like, he questions it. Ezel the second. Mm-hmm is actually pretty insightful into questioning a lot of these things. Yeah, probably just 
comes back together. We we just purged. Uh, we just we just kicked him from the throne. Yeah, it's it's I it's sort of implied and presumed that because ultimately they are ethereal beings that the ether mm-hmm. comes just came back together, in a yeah. sense. But it came back together incomplete because Anlad has doesn't know their previous life. They just yeah. have dreams of their previous life. Mm. Yeah. Also, I think Koji Fox is in one of those pixie quests. There is really? a very tall man in a in a foff outfit, the the toad outfit, oh. dancing in the middle of the fields, <laughs> singing You're talking songs. about the yeah the tall the tall foie. Yeah, we've met him before. Yeah, yeah, that's Koji. I'm I'm He's I'm more quest. I'm more He's and an more elf. I'm more and more no I'm more and more convinced that's Koji. Hmm. Okay. I'm I feel confident that that that's my head cannon that that's Koji. I can but he, that. he shows up in the dailies too. Stalking porksies. Okay. He's still just Good. stalking porksies everywhere. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, pixie pixie quests have been good. They also are the easiest dailies you've ever had. It's like literally under four mm. minutes. Like do all. It takes longer to travel across the zone than it does to do anything. Like more so right. than the previous ones. Uh, um, there's also some other little things. Blue Mage, just to talk about that, obviously we're waiting for the major update in 5.15, but we have an idea of what the buffs looked like. Um, overall, damage way up across the board um, because not mm-hmm. needing to rely on off-guard or peculiar light. They became single-target and AoE trick attacks, essentially. And uh, mm. the learning rate, if you're doing it synced, is pretty much 100%. Good. Good. So if you are missing spells prior to the next update, you should have no issue doing them as long as there's a few others interested. You can solo through most of the dungeons with stuff like Tailscrew or Doom or whatever. And uh, the hard modes, you could do four. Ta- you could do like two tanks, two healers, four blue mages, and then swap. Eight blue mages. I mean, you could do eight blue mages too, but they're act- you could do tank healer blue mage if you really wanted to, if you just wanted to learn the spells. Eight blue mages. Or you can do eight blue mages and have some fun with it. So, uh, yeah. There's there's all sorts of things. A lot of the little updates, crafting and gathering, obviously we couldn't touch upon. That's uh, That's been a major what the fuck is going on. Leveling them is a joke now. As is desynthesis, really? mind you. Hmm. Oh, yeah. you They go very quickly now for the, those who are lower level. Mm-hmm. You, like, you'll hit like five gathering nodes and you'll be like level 12. <laughs> from one right. it's actually ridiculous. I'm into that I could it's, party with that it's pretty fucking ridiculous how how quick the lower level gathers and crafters actually go now so if you've been putting it off don't anymore there's Do no it. point it's so and get rid easy. of your get rid of your old shit too like decent seriously everything uh, yeah I've, I've started doing waiting. spring cleaning I've gone I've gone pretty yeah. hardcore on spring cleaning now um, yeah, if you're waiting on a queue or anything decent, it, it's, God, it's so good. It's a good feeling, honestly. Yeah, hunt trains are going quicker now that there's less instances. Uh, S ranks, of course, there's there's less of those to hunt as well. But the nuts are using upgrade for use for upgrade materials. All the basic stuff, of course, we've come to expect from point one patch are all still here. The new launcher is another thing. If if only it had a dark mode, that's the only thing missing from it at this point. <laughs> Y'all some bitches, man. You want to know something funny about it, though? You want to know something? Well, I only say it because at 2 in the morning, when it blasts you in the face with with all that light, it's not great when you're first waking up for the patch. Yeah, what is up with Yoshida in light mode? 
He just likes light okay. mode. So does PvP. He really player. likes it. PvP changes we didn't even remotely like get into, which everyone's been saying yeah. for front lines is going way better. <laughs> I've heard the opposite for feast. People who are competitive feasters are not as enthusiastic. I've been never happy No, actually, the they, they were. I, I spoke to quite a few of them when we were dealing with the season towards the end of Stormblood, and they said there were definitely things that needed to change, but they were pretty content with it. But I've seen some. I just remember all the feasters were mad at the start of Stormblood. They're all like, no, they made it easy. They made it casual friendly. I remember by by the time I remember speaking to people who were going to like the feast regionals, they were mm -hmm. more content. They just said that they come around to it. There were absolutely there's like there's hundred percent problems, but mm. it's oh, certainly a, it's certainly in a balanced state. Like you still need to time out burst windows, you know, knock people out in a very coordinated manner but there's obviously some mm -hmm. balance issues with some jobs right now ninja and dragoon are literally like you nobody survives it's impossible to survive Hell if they're played Hell properly so and then all the ranged hate their lives apparently <laughs> like don't play ranged ever <sighs> for anything um uh, yeah, man, there's still so many things to talk about, but we were already over our two-hour window. It's kind of hard to fit, because 5.1 doesn't seem like that juicy of a patch on the surface, but there's a lot of little things that add up to yeah. some improved experiences. PvP and crafting are probably, like, two of their own shows right there. Probably, mm -hmm. yeah. A lot has changed with crafting, especially, in particular. And PvP still hasn't had its first season so mm -hmm. we don't really know mm -hmm. how it's how the competitive side, but people are enjoying frontline changes, rival wings a bit more. I've seen people PvPing after the Garo event, which is a miracle. They want that Thank new God. armor. They want that new dope ass. Uh, armor. I hate that armor. I think it looks so I dumb. I love it. I fucking love it. It's my new glamour. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, now people had an idea. People had an idea for Norvranti or whatnot that the the winner should wear a golden 2B outfit if it can be dyed. Since it... People right. And if you want it. And if yeah. you want okay. it. Okay. It can be dyed. Yeah. Well, the, the, the discussion was if it could be dyed last week before we had it, essentially. And now it, we know it can be dyed. And thus, you okay, have to just have to okay. win it first, which has not we gone well for me that. thus far. Well, it's, you're you got you're the one who has to write the lore for this, so right. <laughs> that's true. So that's not a bad idea, though. Yeah, it's the first version because now we're now mm. we have Novrant Zivia, whatever the fuck it's gonna be. No, called. no, no triviant. No triviant. There you go. I don't remember what we called it oh, last time. Okay. Uh, you tried to call it something else, but I was like, nah, dog. Nah, dog. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, yeah, and also, I, unless, obviously, again, other than the big topics, we just simply haven't had time for it because we wanted to make room for a lot of lore discussion with 5.1. Is there any other things that we should tackle on before I get going to eat dinner and raid? I think so. Again, I've only done the MSQ and the 24-man in the beginning of the Pixie Quest so far, so that's, like, I can't speak to, like, what else is going on. Uh, Happy, did we? I think there was one thing we missed from the prelim notes that's pretty important to you as far as next week. Well, not next week, for Ultimate. Please, Ooh. enlighten me. Ooh. We never touched on the um, 
the timings, the raid timings. In oh, that's of, right. They fixed the uh, the slow instance, fast instance. Now, they specifically said for Savage, which I'm assuming mm, also for mm. Ultimate will be going forward, but... Right. I don't know if this is an every instance thing, but it almost it will definitely apply to ultimate. I don't think we'll have to worry about slow fast instance when it comes to ultimate. Yeah, that was big. They they made no acknowledgement to that like publicly about all mm -hmm. of the feedback in the raid community constantly drawing comparisons. And then they just touch it. Great. Yep. Yeah. I mean it's it's big kudos for them. It again, I think it just kind of goes to show again. 5.1 took a lot of things feedback related and made serious strides to improve them. Um, Ooh, Chad also brought up slices right. We didn't talk about which I just kicked my ass twice now. It's really hard for <laughs> me to see the slices in that thing. I because if he doesn't, if I can't see the vertical slice, like I'm just like, well, yeah. I guess I'm standing under it, and then I move, and it's somehow <laughs> not where I thought it was. I was like, I was safe where I just uh -oh. was. I don't know how. Dude, that thing is fucking legit that is that is legit ultimate practice go do that it is legit ultimate practice um and then the other thing was what was the other thing oh new game plus new game plus which um, there isn't much yeah, to say about and we already kind of memed on um xehanort being the quest giver yeah 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 it's cool that um, xehanort gets to gets to be in a good game this time he's had a rough year <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Don't worry, he's got a DLC. It. He's got a DLC coming out next month. I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm, I'm, be I'm, fun. I'm sure it'll work out for him in Remind somehow. <laughs> it'll be okay. It's all right. Your listen, Zaynar, your your part was actually good. It was the rest <laughs> that could have been better. Your part was really good, sort of, uh. but mostly yes. All right. All right, but with that, gentlemen, I think we can wrap up, thank the patrons, say where to find us, and then I must immediately end the call and uh, go eat my grayons, as we learned. Sounds earlier. good. <laughs> Your grayons. My grayons. <laughs> Those are that was such a great thing. Of all the things that, uh, my, that I could have showed up for my Discord, that was probably... Like, that was definitely planned. That was a planned bit. It's definitely the yeah. best one. All right, so uh, for the patrons, of course, those of you who know weekly, we always shout out Steel Series, one of our sponsors for the show, and uh, we also have our Patreon sponsors who have been supporting. Their names have been rotating in the top right. It's the first of the month, first show of the month, so there's probably some updates to be had in the top right of the stream. And uh, we also have to thank our patrons of Darkness, Kurenai Oni. Who has threatened me a great many times with with scary? I'm Ethis and Sly. I'm sure you know, but he doesn't need to. He's still very very greatly appreciated. And Kuja Cross, who is also our first Warrior of Darkness, and still is a Warrior of Darkness. He was it was a Warrior of Light. Now it's Warrior of Darkness. And he's got the cool image. They haven't given me new images in a while, but that's fine. They don't they don't have to do it all the time. It's fine. It works out. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's Kuja Cross, and then we have uh, Kerr and I for the other one. Works out perfectly. Thank you so much, guys. Yes. Thank you all. Yes, checks in the mail, Ethis. Don't forget. <laughs> no. See? There it is. There's the no. No. See? There you go. 
All right, now, unfortunately, gentlemen, since the show has started, my scenes for you have gotten screwed up, I think, when I clicked away on Discord that one time. So we will do our outros from the normal screen where they can see your, they can see the same information. A little bit, uh, you know, zero days without incident, but what are you going to do? Sometimes shit happens. So, Ethis, I'm so, what are you looking at? I don't know. What am I looking at? What are you doing? What are you, are you doing? I, I don't know. I'm just... Uh... Uh, uh, hi, hi, I'm Ethos. I'm, I'm um, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and all of the places. Ethos Asher, uh, you know who I am. Um, I'll be streaming in yeah, like a couple hours. We'll do some Hades practice. And then I have another um, Magic the Gathering Arena ladder match. Mm. Um, I'm doing a, a ANZ competition for um, an esports org. Um, that you guys should sign up for if you're in the ANZ region and you're a magic nerd because there's a bunch of cash prizes and like uh, laptops and all kinds of good stuff. So um, yeah, yeah, drop by tonight and we'll do that once we're done with 14. Um, thank you very much for having me on the show again. I love you all so much. And uh, I'll, see you, I'll see you on the next one. And then there's uh, this way. Sly. He's up. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, up. That's correct. Yeah. Hi. Hi, I'm Sly. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Gray Fox, Twitter at Sly the Fox, YouTube.com slash Development Room, Facebook, all the places. Um, next week, I will be in Tejas, or Texas, as we commonly call it. Texas. Uh, oh, yeah, it's pretty commonly Tex-ass. called Texas. You're right. Texas. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be in Texas for Onicon. Um, so, if you're in the Galveston area and you are going to Onicon, you know. Feel free to say hi. I don't bite hard. Um, as far as tonight, I will be doing one of two things. I will be back on Haunting Ground if it fucking works and the dog actually wants to fucking listen. Huey. If not, I'll just play Neo too. So thanks. Uh, happy? Where can they find you? You can find me, Mr. Happy, one, two, two, seven, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Occasionally, when I post that, I've gotten so used to saying it that I'm practically numb to the whole thing. Still doing Ring Fit now that I'm back from my power shutoffs and my impromptu trip to San Diego. Uh, can finally get back into that and feeling pretty good. Lost a couple pounds already on that one. Uh, just got to stay away from the Halloween candy at this point. Leftover. I got them. I got those pounds. I've been trying to eat so much to gain that salmonella weight I lost. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks for that. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. On top of that, I have barely had any time to make our, my 5.1 videos because power shut off in the San Francisco area, the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Went to San Diego and had to use uh, our friend's OPG, OP group, a talent management that ma- manages people like T-Pain as well as other streamers. Yeah. There's, yeah. T-Pain they have, streams? Yeah. Yeah. They manage them. You didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> T-Pain does really? Stream. Yeah. There's okay. a lot of people who stream. Hannibal Beerus streams. There's a lot of people who stream. Does he stream himself just like taking baths in money? Plays video games, dude. <laughs> taking baths in money? No, I don't think he does. But they let me use their studio, but I couldn't obviously get much work done there. I made an impromptu Hades guide and like highlighted a kill of one thing, and that's all I've done. And then now hmm. I've, I've got a group for Ultimate, so I will be doing Hardcore Prog for Ultimate on November 12th. Hey. And Fuck we've yeah. been doing nightly minimum item level Alexander, Ukab, Uwu, all that stuff and thus i haven't had 
had an evening to work on any of anything pretty much at all. I I finish Ring Fit, Ooh. shower, eat, and like take a, a twenty minute break, and then I'm like, well, I gotta go live again. <laughs> Oh yeah, so that's been pretty rough, but I'll get around to it. So that's what my current status is. But I'm glad that I'm going to be doing Ultimate. There'll be plenty of videos for progress on Ultimate in a couple weeks, so that'll be exciting. And Ishgard Restoration comes out the same day. So for those of you not doing yeah. Ultimate, you'll have some alternative options with probably a bit more uh, lore and story on Ishgard and how its uh, current social status is working, because that's a big question mark still, as far as I'm concerned. And with that, gentlemen. We are going to move on over into literally a 30-second post-show so I can go heat up some food because I have Raid in 10 minutes from now. And I will... Uh, and it's been great. Thanks for coming on again, Ethis. It's good to have you, as always. Anytime. And safe travels for your... Thank uh, you. For your trip to Norway. Sly, your mic's not working again. Uh, <laughs> that's. He's trying to say thank you, but he was saying goodbye, everyone. Thank you for watching. It was great. Right? Did I say everything? Was that everything's lie? All right, fuck you. All right, we're done. <laughs> and with that, we're going to move on over to a short post show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, whoa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was weird, Discord. Whoa. All right, either way, we're going to leave before Discord screws up again. All right, that's it. Post show. Cut for YouTube.